from downtown LA, it's the Lil Jolly Gamer Show, Boom Shakalaka! Holy moly, episode 154. I'm not ready. We survived Ragnarok. We did, did we did. Did you survive Ragnarok? I survived. I'm Brandon. I, oh yeah, I'm Jacob. And let me tell you, this is your only warning. Oh, right now. Up front. Up front. This is a spoiler cast. We are spoiling everything. Anything and everything related to God of War Ragnarok. We both played it. Mm-hmm. We have both finished the main story. You've done we more. both have stuff to do still. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into that. Yeah. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. I, I, I say we are not prepared. Like I'm like excited about this. I've been thinking about this game. I've been marinated. I finished officially on Wednesday. I think you officially completed the story. Then the main line, what, Tuesday? Sunday? No. Monday, uh, Monday Tuesday? About a day or two ago, yeah. Okay, so I was like a little bit behind you. And I'm just like you. It's been marinating on my brain. Clocked in. How much what was your clock in time? My finished was 30 hours. That was I, a little bit of side I quest. Clo- in I clocked mind. in 35. And yeah. that was just... I still have... I left myself stuff to do. I could yeah. have side quests. You've still. been side questing yeah. very hard, heavy now. Now, end. yeah, I mean, I I did the Brandon thing of side questing so much that by the time I did the... The story stuff. I was you were overleveled. I was kind of a little overleveled. Yeah. Like the, it wasn't a cakewalk, but I did not. Struggle. I was all six. I did not. Yeah, I was high six, like seven. Mm-hmm. So I was not struggling at all. Yeah. Um, I still have plenty of stuff to do though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about all that. We, we've done spoiler casts in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically we will review it and give it a final score at the end, yeah. and we'll, we'll we'll save the story for last. But I wanted to I wanted to start off. With something I wrote. Okay. I was, when I get really, like, I, I, I drive a lot for work. Yeah, and sometimes you're I have thinking. To, you're left with Sometimes I have to wait on people. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there. I'm stuck with my own thoughts. So I wanted to um, start off with what I wrote. Okay. okay. I'm going to not put... <laughs> I'm not going to put funny inflections on the words like I did last time. Okay. Overwatch. Ready? Uh, okay. So I'm going to say, God of War Ragnarok mm-hmm. is a friendly reminder that video games are the ultimate form of media. It can deliver experiences that are unparalleled in every other medium. It's a friendly reminder that this is why we play video games. It's clear which games have heart and which games do not. This game has come out at just the right time for me personally to clear the midst of garbage cash grab games, proving again that the soul of this team over at uh, Santa Monica, uh, proving yeah. again the soul yeah. of the team at Sony uh, Santa Monica Studios. Uh, and I want to say a quote from the the lead director on God of War 2018 and the creative director of uh, Ragnarok, Corey mm-hmm. Barlog. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this because we want to make a buck. We're doing this because we have an idea. Mm. Well, so they had an idea. So I wanted to say that because we we report a lot of news on this show. Yeah, and a lot of it, and we. Well, you can and, you can tell it's games. been a little more light lately. It's and been that, for this reason. It's been light, and a lot of the games we've been getting, especially these big titles, namely Overwatch Two. I'm gonna use mm. as an example. It's just the most soulless cash grab stuff, and sometimes it's like I feel like we get overloaded. You get overloaded, overloaded, overloaded with all this just soulless garbage, and you're like, oh man, do I even want to play video games anymore? And then something like this comes out, yeah, and it is everything you need, and you're like, this. This is why I'm a I'm a gamer. Yeah, it's, I don't, it's I don't even like to use the word gamer, but this is why I play video games because of experiences like this. It sticks you with the video game spear and then detonates it. 
Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, chunks and drills into me like, really yeah. deep in there, and then it explodes. Ching. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah man. I I, I want to say not that video. I didn't mean to like say that video game news is light. Even though the news that's out there is light, I'm saying it we've been lighter on the news because we talk about it behind the scenes. We haven't really talked about it on the cast. That it's negative. It's negative, and we if if we're not reporting news as much, it could be either because it's a light week. There's not going anything going on, or it's just. We don't want to dig through the mire and the muck of, no. of uh, because no. unfortunately the gaming industry has a corporate side and that's what makes look it comes with territory. We've got to produce and, the games, we've yeah. got to market them, and with that comes that baggage. And at sometimes it's day, kind of at the end of the day, it is a business. Yeah, everything is a business te- typically, and everything right. money makes the world go round. We mm-hmm. get that. Understandable. But whenever you play a game like this, like yeah. whenever whenever you make a game that is as passionate and, yeah. and filled with soul that this game was. The money will come. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if you build if it, if you they build will it, they will come. There yeah, you go. It's really good. So, Jacob, I wanted to uh, off the top. I wanted to retract one of my negatives in our in our preview, our yeah. hands on. I take I, I, combat. I, I was talking about how I was upset that the the triangle button did not recall the mm-hmm. axe um, with every weapon that you had out. Yeah, and I retract that because it makes sense now that be, because the spear. Because the new yeah. weapon, the spirit. Yeah. If you were to push triangle, you would not be able to detonate. Yeah. So they had to remove the triangle. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that so, in a minute. So look, I mean, have some, I have some, I have some takeaways. I have some, some positives, some negatives. We're gonna yeah. review it. Well, so it's just like most reviewers out there, we want, we, we kind of like to format the same way. Do you want to just jump right into it? So sure. We're gonna start with mechanics and gameplay. Yeah, let's do that because we we kind of already, already talked about how the yeah. game plays. There's some new things that we've added and revealed that we could not or hadn't got to in the last cast, so we can get to it here. Um, what do you think? What do you think now that we've kind of gotten everything? You've got your hands all over everything. You're kind of in what you would call. Well, I am too. I just haven't touched it. You have. You and Seth have. And we should mention too. Seth was going to be here because he yeah. did finish it as well. Um, what do you think now that you're kind of in the end game? Like um, that you've seen everything. Man, this game's good. It is. Yeah. Um, this is a meaty game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking 35 hours. I mean, I, I dawdled a little bit. Yeah. I took in the world, Same. and I did side quests. But, I mean, 35 hours for a full story for a somewhat linear pathway. Yeah. Like, you know, the way the, the... If you've played God of War 2018, then you kind of know what to expect with this game. And what I said last time still stands. This is God of War Ragnarok is to God of War 2018 as God of War 2 one is, is to God two, of War or 1. Or 2 to 1, yeah. Literally, it is just better... Mm-hmm. In every way possible, mechanically, specifically, yeah, it's just they built upon the foundation. Like whenever they 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 changed lead directors, the guy who did the combat for God of War Two, okay, he got put in charge of God, God of War Ragnarok. That's when we knew, like, oh, the gameplay is gonna be good because yeah. this guy he knows how to expand upon the foundation we already got mm-hmm. with twenty eighteen, and even like we we thought we. We, we got more of a variety expansion just in the hands-on the first couple hours we played uh, previously in our last episode. But in this, like, now that we're finished, dude, there's a whole new weapon. Yeah, I, yeah, I like to speak as, as a mouthpiece for Seth because we were talking in our personal chats. Seth said he called it. He called, he said, I think they're going to bring another get another weapon, but I don't think they're going to make, like, this thing of... Because it works for Kratos to shove the Blades of Chaos on his yep. back. He's got his... his, yeah. his, his, he's, his got, Omega he's, he's got a lot of stuff back there. And it, it would make it wouldn't make any sense. He's like, I feel like and it's going to be something he can hide, and it has to be a spear because Spartans are known for using their spears. So in the old God of War... I was telling Seth this. In the old God of War games, um, so you, you, there was more weapons than just the Blades of Chaos, mm-hmm. right? Now, God yeah. of War 3 was one of the more disappointing weapon... Um, Variety, yeah, because all of them were chain type weapons, yeah. Uh, but in God of War, as one of the PSP games, I don't know, I can't remember if it's Ghost of Sparta 
or Chains of Olympus, but you do get a Spartan shield and spear combo. Mm -hmm. And to see it kind of come back in that way, and and this new style of God of War gameplay, and it's something that gives you projectile. Like, you give a little bit, because, like, before, the only projectile, the chains only reach so far, and the axe, you throw it, and it takes a while to come back, but this, you can continuously throw it, and you can upgrade it to where it does even more damage, and you can detonate. Yeah, it, feel, it feels like they've kind of given you the gambit of everything. It feels like your axe is your heavy hitter. It's your, your, yes. your solid, your thick boy, your ca- blades of chaos, or your DPS, or you're not DPS, your AOE, right? Your crowd control, especially mm-hmm. if you're spamming that right yeah. that right bumper. And then this feels like, this is the, the spear has still got the melee, but it feels like it really shines in, like you said, in the range. Throwing well, that, the spears. And also, you can kind of, you can get them. a little bit of everything with it. You can do a little crowd control mm-hmm. with it, with detonating and yeah. stabbing. You can do um, a little projectile. You can do close range. You can absorb a power. From you can absorb a, powers. A, a, yeah, and that's another thing is that that's all really neat. the uh, the axe has ice, the mm-hmm. blades have fire, and this, and this has, has wind. wind. And then every yeah. now and again, you'll get those enemies that come up that have like a shield of ice, fire, or yeah. or wind you over there. Off real quick. And so you have to. It adds a little like um, sense of urgency to that song and yeah. dance of combat, mm-hmm. where it's like. You need to use the spear, not because he's far away or anything, but because his health bar is great. Yeah. And so it's like you're 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 John Wicking a little bit. It's like yeah. you're, you're swapping from the blades to the spear right. because all the different enemies, and it's it, it really makes it, it that engagement with your brain. It feels really good. Oh, it does. It feel it feels it feels really good actually, and it's cool because I've kind of feels got like, like a, feels like a little baby raccoons licking on my cuticles. I'm, I don't get that analogy, but I'll go because it feels good. It, it feels, feels good. good. <laughs> Okay, I don't know. <laughs> Baby raccoon looking on my game. No, um, but no, I, I feel like I, you probably do too. I feel like every every encounter, especially when you start doing the berserker bosses, the arenas uh-huh. where it's all closed off, you kind of have your routine. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Well, the runic weapons yeah, as yeah. well. I, I I like to lead with those. Yes, same. Open up with them. Hit that's the- another thing is the runic weapons for the spear are pretty unique as well because yeah. now all the runic weapons that we see for the axe and the blades of chaos are, are for the most part recycled from the last game. So this one to see a bunch of brand new stuff. Like whenever I got the ones I stuck with in the in 2018, I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Like my favorite, these are my go-to. Yeah, yeah. Like right. my favorite two for the blades, for example, is the one where you kind of just do the swinging around, and yeah. you kind of do like it's like a five-second swing around. Yeah. And then there's the other one where you throw both the blades out and you collide them and they smash. Yeah, right? that was pretty cool. When I got those two, I just stuck with them because that's why I stuck with them in the first game. Right. But when you get the spear, like there's like a really cool one where you like you spin it around and it sucks enemies in, and mm-hmm. you can like blast them out, and it, it's man, it's really. It, 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 it adds it, it adds another layer of gameplay, a lot of variety of the gameplay that I didn't even. Think I thought I needed, yeah. and once I got it, I was like, "Man, I'm, I'm never using another weapon." And it's crazy because it plays to the the lore of where Dropnir came from because it came from that ring. That ring could duplicate, which was yep. the reason we needed it to fight, which we'll talk about later yep. in the story to fight Heimdall. But that's the reason you can just constantly throw them, or you can like that one, like you're talking about runic. It's I think it's the heavy runic attack. You literally use it early. I use the same yeah, one where he throws throw it in the air down. and they all just rain down you like just arrows. Keep detonating and it, you just yeah. doom doom doom. It's such a good weapon. And then you get um, the, like you upgrade ability later where like you can hold down triangle and slam it the the, the spear harder. Yeah, and do like a huge huge detonation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's a great weapon. I think it was a and it and it and if we're talking about lore again. Kratos even says it in the game. It makes perfect sense because I think Mimir even brings it up about him learning how to train with the weapon. He goes, Spartans are kind of born with a spear in their hand. Yeah, well, he says... Uh, he's what like, did he say? Was the actual He quote? says... Uh, I'm not sure if it's Mimir or if it's Brock. Brock's like, oh, you already know how to use it well. Oh, that's what he, he says. He's Brock. like, uh, spear's the first weapon a Spartan learns. Yeah, and right. So, it, duh, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I had something written down for this as well. I wanted to say that... Um, 
the re-exploring old areas uh, with new twists is fun. Like, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't mind going back to the Vania aspect like, a little bit to Lake, the Lake of the Nine, or even Niflheim or Muspelheim because you're getting to see it in a new perspective as well. Yeah. So re-exploring old areas didn't bother me as much as I, like I was like, I really don't want to go back to the Lake of the yeah. Nine because you spend in the first game in 2018, you spent a lot of time on the Lake of Nine. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I want to go re-explore all that. And so they they do it tastefully. I no, like. I, you, I'm glad. Thank you, thank you for bringing that up because I wanted to touch base on that. I didn't write anything on that note wise. In that, um, you know, that I think I told I spent. I, excuse me. I think I mentioned this a couple episodes back. Back when Steve was on, I don't think I like Metroidvanias. I remember I mentioned about that mm-hmm. about Metroid Dread. You know, I don't like having to backtrack and remember. Okay, wait, where did I go? I need to go back here. This da da da. But like you said, I think it it almost linear linearly has that a word? Linearity Lin- is that what you're saying? Yeah, linearly, 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 in a linear I, fashion. Yeah, thank you. I think it it lays it out like it does it just enough to go. Okay, I need a, I need something for that. Then the story plays out. Then that character, that companion, or that weapon will tell you, oh, now I can do this. And it happens to be, as you're coming back to those old yeah. worlds, to progress the storyline, I, I feel like a you're lot unlocking of those. Ba- so you're not going like, oh, I, I got to remember that yeah, I went you, to this yeah, realm, and this right, realm had this. Right. Where was it at? It's kind of progressing you and kind of giving you that path. Yeah, you, you don't really have to remember. Because I, right. I remember seeing those little those spots. Glowy spots. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, man, I'm not going to Which gonna is remember. a spear. And it's like, even if you don't see it again in the main quest, if you're doing a side quest, it... It is designed it just kind of shows up. Yeah, where you're not going to be scratching your head looking for these Exactly, yeah, exactly, it, 100%. It's, it's tastefully done. They, yes. These guys knew what they were doing when they mm-hmm. designed this game. Yeah. Uh, as new, far as gameplay, go ahead. No, I was going to say new companions. New, or, I was going to say new, a, new, a new companion. So we talked a little bit about playing as Atreus, mm-hmm. and that's great. And you you get to play as him a lot more than I thought yeah. you would. Uh, but whenever he's absent, and they they do a really great job of the storytelling, yes. having both Atreus and Kratos separate from each other, mm-hmm. uh, and they replace Atreus with Freya, uh, Freya, or sometimes Brock, or sometimes mm-hmm. Sindri. It just depends on who you are. But there's they, there's three different companions or four different companions technically yeah. uh, scattered throughout all these different characters you can play as. Um, and with Freya, Freya specifically, mm-hmm. man, you can really unlock a lot of really cool moves like yeah. all her Valkyrie her moves. Valkyrie stuff her, she, her, her, her Vanier powers even her as an assist character mm-hmm. feels different than Atreus as does, an assist character but, but they're still blended just close enough that they're not completely two different characters yeah, they and still I don't, have prefer, their, I don't still... prefer one over the other uh uh-uh, no absolutely I, I find I like both I think of they've done a really good job of, like you said differentiating I can't talk today it's okay yeah, <laughs> making them different and then and then, but also feeling just quite not completely alien up to each other that they and the progression sim- similar uh, the yeah. progression unlocking the experience points per character mm-hmm. unlocking the different abilities utilizing yeah. the abilities like being able to command Freya to use her Valkyrie abilities yeah. that's really cool uh, and then we talked about this last episode that's another thing in the, in the mechanics and gameplay is um, traversal you know being able to use traversal the canes the, use the blades, blades. I mean, the canes the canes of chaos that's what you have that's what I took the canes of chaos <laughs> Yo, you really, you really I need. Broke your chair. I'm so sorry. You really need the cane. You really need the canes oh of chaos, my God, bro. Why is this not recorded, dude? dude Jacob, did, uh, listen, I just leaned back in the listen, chair and busted my. Listeners, butt. listeners, I need oh you to know God. that that Jacob actually just fell. Do you need? <laughs> do you still have your life alert on? <laughs> Did you push your Wait, life alert? I can't, we can't make this up. Did you push your life alert? No, I don't have it. It's in the car. <laughs> you know you're supposed to wear that. 
dead gummit! <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, what? I, 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 it's okay. I have, I have an extra chair. It's okay. It's a, dude, it's an old chair. I'm, uh, now, I'm, you, now you have to sit in the uncomfortable chair. Oh my god. Almost, what is this? Seven years of recording. I've never. Never fall back in the chair. I've Bro. never forgotten my life work or my cane. Bro. Today, for God of War, dead gummit. The Blades of Chaos. I don't even know what I was talking about. Using the Blades of Chaos for traversal. For traversal. Being able to hop across the... Uh, being able to hop across the, uh, the, the chasms, the, like... Just the grapple points. Yeah. And being able to, like... Reveal those with like yeah. just just like uh, environmental things like those purple crystals and Alfheim where yeah, you yeah. can bounce those off and those come back. Oh, that times. was really fun. Yeah, those, co- thank you. Those, those come back. Those come back like in the free roam of. Uh, it's not Vanaheim. It's uh, Alfheim and Alfheim in the desert. Those no, come back I for, love that work because it's the uh, the hive stuff. All those little things yeah. you have to break in and you have to line that. And you're familiar out. with those from the first mm-hmm. game, but in this one, you're like, dude, it's I a new element. Yeah, you're like, I don't know how to to do this, and then it introduced like, hey, there's like, I think you're talking to um, who is it? Mamir's with, with you. It's not Mamir. It's uh, it's Tear. Tear tells you, he's like, oh yeah, this is a I've seen this before. Blah blah. And you're like, and you just kind of figure it out on your mm-hmm. own. And it's just really cool how it has like the little purple line, and when it turns blue, when you have to hit what you want to hit, and then also you can use it for combat. Like they'll put it in the hallways and stuff. If you chunk it and it bounces off one of those things, it'll it'll kind of do like a propeller motion. Oh yeah, and it'll juggle the bad guys for you and leave them open, so you can swap to another weapon. Do you know there's a place in Alfheim? I think it's in the Temple of Light. You're going back, and you go in the room. And there's two of those facing each other equally. Oh, yeah, it goes back and forth. And I threw it, just bounced it. I'm like, there's got to be an achievement. I sat there for about a minute. I, did, I, I was like, there's got to be an achievement. I was like, there's not. I'll grab it. Okay. I did, too. I did, I did the same <laughs> thing. Come on, guys. I did the same thing. Um, but as far as, like, gameplay, I'm trying to think, like, what else they really did. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's because the first game was so profound and new. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of building off of it slightly. Right. And that it's one of those, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of things. Yeah. So, like, what else can you think of that was, like, brand new other than, like, you know, you use the, the dog, like, the wolf sled yeah. the, like, vehicle? But that, so that's the thing, like... I, again, I always go back to you saying, you know, talking about Reddit, but just I like to look online and see, and and it's very divided. It's mostly it does, it, there's it's the trolls that kind of eke out of the woodwork, but like people, so many people are upset. Like we didn't want it something new. This game is it's the same game as the first one. They didn't introduce anything well, new, dude. And, and 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 like people will leave like a, a laundry list of things. Like, did you not see the new companion? The new weapon? Did you not? Dude, do, did you not do? The, someone mentioned the traversal with the wolves. Did you not see? You get up to play as a new character. As, That's yeah, not yeah. You get to play like the what? What do you want? Yeah. What did you want? You get to go to Asgard. Yeah, like yeah, what are we? Go there. What are we even talking? About? How, and I think I think it's just enough. I think I think of that, new, but just enough of the same. That I think if they would have added a completely new mechanic, a new element, I don't know, a new way of playing Kratos, I don't think it would have fit. I don't think no, it would have well, fit the well, ebb and flow of the of also, the game. The combat. to counter what a lot of, if people had that issue. Firstly, you'd be you'd still be waiting for that game. If you're waiting for a brand oh, yeah. new, you'd be waiting for that for another like. If they had to start from scratch, they would have had to start making that before the the 2018 whenever it came out. Yeah, I mean, if you go like I actually, I literally watched it today while I was waiting um, in between my stops today. I watched the the Raising Kratos documentary about. Okay, have you ever seen that, Mm -mm. dude? Oh, you'll love it. It's like an hour and a half almost, or hour and thirteen minutes. Uh, It's it's Corey Barlog. They did they did a full behind the scenes documentary of the creation of God of War 2018 and. They they talk about like how it's broken 
and like how they have to meet deadlines. They talk about, remember we got delayed that last mm-hmm. time and they're like, man, we got to tell people. It's like, you don't just disappoint the consumers, you're also disappointing the shareholders, the, the shareholders mm-hmm. and the executives mm-hmm. and the CEOs. So it's like buying that. Time, <laughs> it, it's, it's really funny. It's really funny because like there's a there's a part where they're like, hey, we have the game. You can play it from start to finish. And literally, Corey Barlog starts playing it, and like you know how he he puts the tree on his shoulder. Yeah, the tree just goes. And, and, oh, and, and, no. and, the, and the tree is going, and, and Kratos like, is it. Literally, yeah. they show it in the video. Someone gives him the disc. He's like, "I'm gonna let you play." You, uh, he's like, "Come back and let me know what you find." He he walks out the door, and then Corey just gets up. And he's like, "Hey, come back!" <laughs> literally, he didn't even start playing the game. It yeah. already had a bug. Like we talked about the GTA Six leak earlier this year. Huh. It's like, dude, that like is hard to make games. And yeah. whenever, whenever someone's like, "Hey." We want to put a dragon battle in there. You put the dragon battle in, it could break a million other things yeah, in the game. Right, exactly. There's one part where the dragon, the big dragon in the first game, mm-hmm. it perches on the mountain and it, it goes like it's looking at you like it's gonna bite you, and it just it just falls through the ground. It's, <laughs> it's, and he's like, "Dude, our dragon battle." He's like, "We have to, we have to like show this to someone tomorrow." Yeah, and yeah. he's like, oh, "We gotta get this fixed." Like, go watch a documentary, right? Please go watch a documentary. Okay, um, raising Kratos, raising Kratos. And they, they also talk about, like, they have Christopher Judge, and they mm-hmm. have Sonny Soljic, and they, uh, yeah. is that his name, Sonny Soljic? I always said Soljic, but it might I, be Soljic. I think it's Soljic. Uh, they, they interview them, they talk about it, and they have this really great moment where Christopher Judge talks about uh, the scene with the Blades of Chaos, mm-hmm. and how he tapped in, and I see how he did it even more in this game, yeah. like he tapped into his own personal demons. I'm going to get to that in a little bit, to really bring forth the, the character of Kratos. Yeah. And, like those lip quivers, those, that's that's real. Yeah. Like that's him. That's not him acting. That's him. He's summoning his past. But mm-hmm. we'll get to the performance stuff oh in a gosh. bit. Oh. I'm look. I have goosebumps. I'm just yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Um. But as far as McCain, is there anything else you can think of? No. There uh, were some memorable boss fights. I love the fight with uh, that. I want to make note of uh, the. Fi- I can't think of her name. It starts with A as well. But but the fight with uh, Agrabota's grandmother was really fun. Oh yeah, that was fun. Because we know about the giants, and it, you know, even Agrabota makes makes a point of like, hey, some giants are some tiny, some giants are big. We just, you know, that's just the way it yeah, is. Yeah, like the one you fought at the end of 2018. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is how big Agrabota is. Right, right, and like just that perspective, kind of like the grounded sort of thing. Like everything is blown up and big. You're in this. Yeah. Yeah, that was shrunken. fun. Like you jump yeah. around her kitchen. That yeah. was fun. There's a fun fight, and but it, it's I say it's a fun fight, but it's a super intense fight as far as story is concerned because that's a deep dark past that like Boda's uh, been dealing with. Yeah, you know? I like the Garm boss fight as well. Because yeah, it's not just throw it's, everything. It's you not have. an arena it's fight. More, it's, it's more like you know, stop and realize what yeah. what it is you actually need to do. It's a little on the nose because like hey, look at this big glowy chain, but yeah. like. No, no, but it's it, it's fun. It, it's one of those. It's a change yeah. of pace. It's not like hey, you're fighting Thor. Mm-hmm. Fight him as yeah, hard as you can. Yeah. You know, like right. It get his health to a certain part where yeah. a cutscene triggers. I mean that that's that's. And I haven't played one, two, and three of God, of the original God of Wars, but that's that that's just kind of so, it's Monica, right? It's these big epic battles. I also um, want to address that, like if you're if you're upset with like the tedium or the te- like if you think the repetition is tedious, like mm-hmm. oh I'm fighting more bad guys or oh I'm fighting this boss and oh I'm gonna get him down to a certain degree and his health and like. If you feel like it's getting a little formulaic, I feel like you're okay, not. Souls game. Yeah, you're not connected to the the story because uh, Corey Barlog actually says this in the um, in the the documentary. He's like, if you feel that way about a game, it doesn't have its hooks. If you feel like you're fighting for something, it's like like whenever you actually go to do the final battle of Ragnarok, uh, I was like, I was ready to fight. Like those people, I was cutting through them. I was like, mm-hmm. I know how to fight, and like I was. 
Yeah, I was yeah, fighting. Yeah, I'm glad you bring that up. I was like cutting through them. I was like, oh, more guys. Like, not. I wasn't getting frustrated because it was throwing more at me. I was getting frustrated because I was like, I have a mission. I got to get up here. I gotta go. Yeah, I yeah, have to. I'm I glad go. you brought that up. I you felt know what I'm the same exactly. Like, way. I feel like if you have a game, like every game to a certain extent is going to get a little tedious, right? Even one of my favorite games ever, Outer Wilds. I was about to bring up Outer Outer Wilds. You're doing the same thing every loop, Mm -hmm. but you're so invested in it Mm -hmm. that it doesn't feel like work or it doesn't feel like a chore. So if you don't connect to the story, I can understand them, but like, if you don't have that sense of urgency, then like, Maybe this isn't the game for you. Yeah. So I suppose. But like yeah. I it's not like playing a game like Dynasty Warriors or like one of those, oh, those right, kind of right. where it's like you're just tapping square over and over again. Mm. They, I think they do enough with the mechanics to engage you your brain to not just fall back on those yeah. same couple moves that you're using over and over again or just tap square so yeah. your partner can attack. It's like you might get your own rhythm like me, I like when I fight a, a, a one of those berserkers, I like to lead I specifically like to lead with that arrow throw that we're okay. talking about, that reigns. I, I lead with the uh, hold the right bu- right bumper down with the axe and just charge it up. It goes tech, 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 Yeah, tech, so tech, we tech, all tech, have tech, our tech. own way, yeah. but there's such a variety in the mechanics, mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say, is that we can um, all yeah. have a similar experience, but we can all play with those tools our own way. Oh, 100%. And and I, so I think, I think as far as from a mechanic standpoint, I have really no complaints. I was about I, to ask I if was, you have any cons. I was... I was enjoying it the entire time. I don't think... I mean, every now and again, some people get aggravated with, like, the invisible wall nature of, like, going down these corridors. And, like, it's not necessarily an open world in the sense of, like, Red Dead, where you can just literally go wherever you want. It's like, you're going to get kind of funneled into some of these areas. Yeah, oh, Kratos can just pick up this big rock. Why can't you just walk through these roots? Yeah. It's a video game. Yeah, come on. Yeah, at the end of the day, because what happens then... This is my thought process on it, is whenever you do open up a world like that... Then you have the challenge of making every single nook and cranny interesting and putting treasure chests and Mm -hmm. stuff like that in areas that, uh, like, whenever you have more of, like, a funneled, like, bottlenecked experience, you're able to limit the progression in certain ways where when you do go back, you can, like, with certain gear, you can go and find... Um, some treasure chests you couldn't get before. Yeah. Or just the exploring off the beaten path sometimes and going and getting some extra stuff that might help you out later. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like people don't understand that, like, sometimes being able to say, hey, look at that mountain over there. You can go to that mountain. It's not necessarily a no. good thing. No, 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 like, yeah. There's a place. I, for those, was, there's a place for those games. That was that was the generation of like Xbox 360 and mm. all that. It was like, oh, you can go to all these places. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. And then we learned quickly, like, well... A lot of this is just empty astral space. It's just it's something for me to run through. Yeah, like, it's cool I can get there, but I'm never coming back. Like here. that's why Elden Ring was such a great hit this year is because it is. You see that mountain? You can go. It's to showing it. people like people like Bethesda who were the the forerunners in the whole you can go to that mountain type uh, philosophy. Now they're like, oh yeah, you, you can go to that mountain, but it's not about getting to the mountain. It's about everything you're running on the way over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you played Fallout Four before? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I have I have some very minor gripes and it kind of goes into that. Hit me with it because I might I'm like my, super minor and at oh, the end of the my, day it's my my uh, my takeaway about not being able to use the hand execution still stands. That's mm, we, yeah. we you don't get to do that. Oh, yeah. the bare handed execution. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. That's still that's still fair not enough. I, again, I and go, that's a nitpick. I go back into the how many how many assets do they have? You know how many creatures this this creature has an anime. You know you know what I'm saying? Like every every anim, every yeah, hey, every thing. enemy has an animation to yeah. be to be finalized. And is it finalized with what weapon? And now we've got three weapons, and so that's I get it. There's, a, nope. there's only so much you, you can, you, how you many just, assets you can build. You just triggered my brain by saying the different enemy types. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot. There's a there's a, some 
variety. There's, not, a, yeah. there's some returning enemy types, but also there's a, yeah, there's there's a new varieties that that make you engage with the tools in different ways as well. Yeah, so I like the little awesome. the the, uh, the spirits, the, the the elemental spirits. That oh, the shoot. phantoms the too. Phantoms the phantoms are really fun. The, they kind of pushovers, but they're fun. The runes. The uh, yeah. it's just it keeps it fresh. You're mm-hmm. not just fighting wolvers and draugr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do still fight draugrs and, mm-hmm. and and hellwalkers, but not as much. Like there's still new enemy types. Yeah, right? the um, the light elves. I was going to say, yeah, you fight the light elves for change, right? And you uh, fight dark elves. Yeah, of course. You fight all, you fight like everything. I can't think of the thing. It looks like a uh, liony. Um, oh, the they ride about. on them, and you know, I didn't realize that. Mirror says it, but like they will heal or rally. The, they'll buff yeah, them you, if they're there. You, so you, you need a, that was my like every time there would be a group of them is like kill that beast. I don't want to buy jumping yep. back on his back. Yeah, so and, and, and also it's not a specific rider. Anyone anybody can, can just on, jump yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah, so you're constantly having to throw them off. So like mm-hmm. the new enemy types also keeps you. Yeah. Engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, what I was gonna say was like, especially it's mainly when you're locked in arena battles. I just and this again, it's my issue, but like, especially when you're trying to, you know, it. That's one big complaint that a lot of people have is like, there's so many enemies and I can't see them, and I know it gives me the red arrow, and I know, like, I think for having a bunch of enemies off camera. Uh, out, of, out of all the games that do that and you can't see especially when you're locked in that third person perspective I think this game throws out about just about everything they can do for you mm-hmm. with the arrow you know the arrow turns from yellow to orange to red they're about to hit you and then of course you which is you think about it it's really actually pretty intelligent that a mirror sits on your butt. Yeah, it's clever because he's your he's your rearview mirror. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, he'll call it out too, yeah. brother, brother. Your left side and like left flank. Watch right, out. right. So like they do a great job at that, but sometimes it gets overwhelming, especially when you're trying to constantly just dodge. I'll clip. I think he doesn't. Kratos doesn't do well. It's like kind of like Spider Man. You know how Spider Man would kind of use the environment a little bit. He'd roll off of it and spin. Yeah. I, I've gotten killed a couple of times because I've dodge rolled myself into a wall and then oh. I can't dodge out of it and I get hit a bunch of times by something. Like those Berserker Kings, there was one where I was dodging him flawlessly while I was in the open, but I backed myself on the wall and I couldn't get out. I couldn't block and he hammered down at a half of my health. Yeah, there was one well, there was one enemy type that that did that to me. I can't remember what it was, but it, like it kept hitting me over and over and over again. Yeah. And it wasn't like super aggravating because I mean I was just taking like chip damage essentially. Yeah, yeah. But I, I can I can see what you're saying. It, it, again, it's but like it, what it's, do you what do you think? Like one thing I always like to whenever I have a complaint in a game, I like to the next thing I think is like what would my solution be? Do you, my solution is just don't 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 roll into the wall. Like, I know, but I, like but like as far as systematically, like do you think there's anything they could improve on that? Yeah, you know that's just the thing. Like, it's like what would, what would how Elden, would you do like, that? How's Elden Ring do it? It's like a red flash or something. Oh, as far as multiple enemies, like, like someone, yeah, someone coming up about to hit you from behind. I have to go back and play. Really, to be honest, that's another thing I'll talk about at the end of the show. Um, I don't remember. I really don't. Uh, I really, yeah, I really, honestly, I can't. I can't think because, like, it. for me, I think, but I, I feel I think like that system, the God of War system is great. Like the whole idea of like you see something yellow, it means that it's there. Mm-hmm. Be cautious when it starts flashing red. Or if it's flashing red, they're about to attack. If it's flashing purple, I think it's it a does the same thing. I think it just kind of whatever side of the screen, whatever it is, it just gets yeah. more red. Because like to I me, it's like yeah, when correctly. I see that flashing purple, the first thing I do is I turn around and then I try to parry it and mm-hmm. then projectile it back. Yeah. Which also, by the way, you do mm-hmm. get your classic shield back. You do. And I used to, I I picked that. You went back. I saw oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I stuck. I, I stuck with the because um, you can still parry with the regular one. too. You can, but the the regular, but the the one that's designed for it does so much more damage. Yeah. Because if you, it rewards you for parrying. I mean, they all do, but anyways. But no, I, I honestly, this is the one where, well, there's, we'll talk about it in a second. But yeah, I don't really have too many complaints, man. I think, I, I feel like there's something else I want to mention, but it's okay. Um, I would have liked to have seen um, 
some more enemy types that you could take control of, like like the like ogre, the because that's something that you could do um, in yeah. in the old. Maybe old it even needs to jump up on the back of those beasts and ride them yourself. Yeah, I think yeah. I thought it'd been cool to be able to control some more, but I mean mm-hmm. that I'm I'm nitpicking. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. But uh, I I um I gotta be honest, I, I, I'm gonna go back to Elden Ring and, and fight and see how I've grown as a oh, action. Yeah. You gotta action, finish that game, sir. <sighs> That, but action RPG kind of uh, not action RPG or action character action game but I feel like I kind of enjoy the combat of God of War a little more it just it just me, the way they animate I, the way they slow time just at the right moment the way that the impacts feel and the Souls games the impact and weapons feel really great it just it's the presentation of it you feel yeah, like yeah yeah yes thank you it's the presentation of what I'm doing yeah it, it just clicks with my brain a little more um, I feel like they make um, you feel powerful yeah I feel like one thing I really enjoy so like if you play a Souls game for example like mm-hmm. Elden Ring or whatever I feel like what you do is you you find something that you enjoy and you stick with it right mm-hmm. because and and like you like the magic using guy you stick with the mat you find your pattern and you do it right mm-hmm. and that's but like, and of course, you react to how the enemies are attacking you, and yeah. you exploit them, and read their telegraphs, stuff like that. But for me, I, I, I feel like me personally, I enjoy it a little bit more. Oh, when, what I want to say when they're throwing things at you that require that makes it mandatory mm-hmm. that you engage with the mechanics separately. So that way, you're not just like, I like the axe, and it's all I'm ever using. Yeah. So that way, you're able to get the most out of the game and kind of understand. The, the mechanics a little bit more. I said it last episode. It's a dance. Yeah, it's a dance. It, that's like you brought it up. Literally, I play the magic user because I was new to the Soulsborne game, not to get off an Elden Ring. But it's easy because magic has kind of been buffed in this game, and so it's very easy just to stay back and go. I wasn't and, good at melee and, combat. And, and the answer, the answer for but like, it's kind of boring. Well, the solution to that with Elden Ring, for example, is like you can make another character. Yeah, I could. You, sure. and you can do a different class, and you can play the game a million different ways with a million different classes or whatever. What however many they have. What I wanted, to, what I wanted to uh, work, talk about. I thought about the third. But I remember I'm just saying, like, if there was a game that didn't give you those options, like mm. let's say you're playing. Um, Let's use Spider-Man, for example. Let's say you're playing Spider-Man and you just have this one kind of yeah, you combo to, you keep going yeah. back to. Mm-hmm. That's when you can lock yourself into that tedium. Right? Yeah. yeah it gets Whereas great. this game, it's like, you can't use the axe on that guy. He's got a fire shield. You've got to use the blades. And mm-hmm. then it forces you. need to go then, up and interrupt him and, and shield bash And it's forcing you to, and once you start, you're like, oh, I don't really like the blades that much. But maybe you find your rhythm with them. And then yep. you're like, I want to use the blades more often. Because I never, I didn't like any weapon over any other one in this game. I used them all equally, I feel I, like. I, I did not. I, I did not give the, the, I, the blades as much love in this I, game. See, I used the blades. Which was the other way. I think I used one. the blades a lot in the first one. See, I was, yeah, uh, so did I. And I, I used, used the axe like crazy. I use the axe a lot in this one as well. I think it just depended on my scenario. If I had a lot of enemies, I would use well, the, blade. What, yeah, the blade. If I was fighting one on one, like with one of those berserkers, I'm using the axe because it's chunky and it does a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the spear. When I first got the spear, I was like this is really cool. I think I got it when I was in the party with you guys, and I was like, this is okay. But it grew on me to where it was like, kind of like this weapon a little more in the. And axe. I also have a personal attachment to the blades of chaos as well. Oh sure, right. Playing the first one, we go yeah. way back. Yeah. <laughs> but what I want to say was, um, I've heard it said from other reviewers before too and it at first and for anybody kind of maybe that's listening to this like a goofball that hadn't played the game if you're listening to this that, that's your thing um, <laughs> but um, coming into it it can be overwhelming a little bit like they like you, sure. you, you they, the skill trees feel like they're a little in, uh, improved upon and well, added to hang, hang on and and so when then you then you get another uh, tool which is the spear but you know what's crazy if you look at those trees 
they're all they're all they all do the same thing. They all have a charge up. Yep. Right trigger. They all have a charge up. It's all very right similar, bumper. Yeah. It's all similar. They but they play completely different. And I love that they made the tree so similar but so different at the same time. Yeah. Also, when you start this game, you have all pretty much. I'd say like 75% of the stuff you have in the first game, especially like your Spartan Rage. Yeah. You have all the abilities from the first game. Oh, yeah, when you mention that. So like you start this game powerful, and then you just get even more, more powerful. powerful. Yeah, we didn't mention the um, the Valor and the And, uh, and, the and it's, it's very clever how they, they, they're like, oh yeah, Fimble Winter wears down all things, including mm. magic. That's yeah. why all your stuff sucks again. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Oh, fair duh. enough. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, hey, what happened to all your old armor? I used it all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right, enough. right. Um, Alright, so then do we want to move into presentation, into audio and visual? This is a beautiful game. I got no cons here, bro. I got none. No, this <laughs> I game, none. I found myself, the very first time I ever went to Jotunheim, yeah. I just, man, I probably spent 30 extra minutes just looking around, just yeah. looking at everything, looking at the vegetation, looking at the way light bounces off of things, mm-hmm. looking at the way, uh, and I was playing in performance mode. Yeah. I wasn't even playing in fidelity mode. Yeah, it probably looks even better. Well. I, I like when I, whenever it's a, a combat heavy game, I gotta have that. 60 oh yeah, you gotta I feel like it feels a lot better. It feels smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, those game looks incredible. And then also, Bear McCreary on that soundtrack <sighs> yeah. is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they he reuses some tracks. Yeah, but I mean, like you mentioned with Atreus's theme. Yeah, uh, well, the Atreus's theme is new. So what I'm like, saying. Yeah, that's new. But like, they reuse the old God of of war theme and then they also reuse for like the Valkyrie fight I noticed mm-hmm. the old Valkyrie song but I like those callbacks though it's yeah. not lazy it's no not, it's not lazy at all it's the way it's implemented it, it's really well done mm. uh, mocap the mocap work and the, and the voice acting oh man so can we talk about that the performances in this game are like I had to remind myself it's one of those games where when I turned it off I, I, I was stepping I'm playing a game that's yeah, right I had to step out of the world and be like hey this person isn't real yeah. Like, I had to convince... Like, I remember... And then when I would put it down and I would go mm-hmm. to work and then I would just be thinking at work, like, man, I really gotta go see this character again. Like, I, I gotta go talk to Sindri. Or I gotta go talk to mm-hmm. Brock. Or I gotta go talk to... Fre- like, what's Freya doing right now? Like, yeah. it, they, the performances are so well done. And then also how they're captured and um, how it's put into the game. Yeah. Christopher Judge... Hold on, let me... I got a paragraph Okay, here, here we go. Yeah, I got, got a paragraph. Um... Wow, okay. This is going to nail it in the head for you. Ready? The performances in this game are unbelievable. It felt like it it couldn't be improved from the original, but it was. Uh, I wanted to take a moment to highlight Christopher Judge specifically and his absolute love of the character. He is Kratos. Uh, The level of passion and dedication to the character brings tears to my eyes, literally. Uh, How he's able to tap into his own past, his own demons, to bring to life the character of Kratos. It's like he was meant for this role. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he speaks, how it changes throughout the game uh, with his own self-revelation through his son that he can learn to be better. He actually talks to people differently yeah. later in the game. Yeah. He says thank you to people. He, But it's, it's, it's done in a way like Kratos... And this, they also say this in the documentary. Kratos, the way he talks, he, he doesn't just grunt because he's unintelligent. He he uses the minimal amount of words he has to use mm-hmm. because Kratos is a man of efficiency. Yeah, yeah. get to the point. Let's he do says it. everything mm-hmm. as it needs to be said. Man of action. In the least amount of words he needs yeah. to say. <clears throat> and as you get like later in the game, the way he's you know he's trusting of characters, it's it's so uncharacteristic. Of Kratos, but mm-hmm. it's because he has improved himself. He's improved right? himself, yeah, he's being better. Uh, and uh, yeah, I said he can learn to be better. Just as he taught Atreus in the first game, Kratos actually talks to characters because he enjoys their company, not because he has to. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, like, like later in the game, dude, like, uh, 
even the way he talks to Atreus, and he's like, one. I remember listening to the Next Lander podcast, and they were talking about how like they thought Kratos might just be this medium, like this avatar for you to inject yourself in because he's just along for the ride. That's not true. No, no. I, in the beginning, I, I could see how it seems that yeah, way. Yeah, it's like the world is revolving around them. It's all about the characters around Kratos and not really so much about Kratos right, and Atreus. Some of the major... Ooh, but it is. Some of the major themes in this game are... Um, I just think they played up more on the characters, the, surround, the supporting oh, yeah. characters. Absolutely. I think like, that's what it is. Atreus isn't, like, immature and annoying. He's more... No. He's, like... He's, he's a rambunctious teenager, but also... He's a little headstrong still. But also, he knows, like, he knows the... The prophecies that Kratos does not, and he's mm-hmm. trying to save his own dad, yeah, right? So right, like, and he can't tell him that. So for them, the way that they interact, like I don't want to get into the story aspect of it, but like the way that they interact with each other, and the way that they are keeping secrets from each other, and it's separating them, but then it brings them even closer together because yeah. they know some of those same secrets, right? And how Kratos is able to talk to Atreus like a young man, like mm-hmm. he's like he's like you lead, he's like I'm I'm with you, like yeah. I, I will not let anything bad happen. He was like, "We're gonna. You want to go find Tyr? Let's go find Tyr." Yeah. You know the way he speaks to Tyr, even. You know, yeah. That's even cool. Uh, but but that that's that like badass spirit of Kratos mm. not gone. And no, like, it's not. It's there. He, he might be getting. He's more trusting and more mm-hmm. open by the end of the game. But he's still he's still the ghost of Sparta. Like that yeah. we know. Like right. he is not gonna lose a fight. There's the god of war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the performances are yeah, even, even for side characters like Durlin yeah. and Bear McCreary as the yeah, the, yeah, the, the bar, guy, bar yeah. guy, yeah, um, or even Ratatasker. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Do you know who that is? Do you know who's that? He you, sounds so familiar. It's the guy. It's the Korean dude. Uh, some some I forget his name. It's the guy who does. Uh, he does those. He was on YouTube for a long time, and he did like those skits where he's like. Uh, He's like, oh, I'm low on MP using elixir. He's like, it's the final battle. Use it. He's like, I only have 93 of them. I don't. You have to show me. I don't oh know. man, he did. Um, he has a lot of voice work in games, but also he did the voice of uh, the robot guy in Borderlands Three. The guy I played as, with the, oh, the Beastmaster guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's that guy. Okay, yeah. I knew his voice sound familiar. And then uh, the guy, Lu- uh, what's her name's from Borderlands as well? She's a uh, uh, Lund- Lundra. Lundra. What's her name? The one that replaces Lunda. Lunda. Are you sure? Did you look it up? I haven't looked it up. I can look it up right now. I'm pretty positive that's what's her name, Scooter's sister. Uh, it could be. I don't know. It sounds like her. Um, and then uh, dude, just all the side characters like have, mm. who have no business being... No, as good as well, they are. Or like the dude, the, the Traveler. Yeah, the Traveler Big guy. Mirror. Oh, his, his... Yeah, talk about his scene, right? Yeah. Mm, we'll talk about it later, man. That scene's really good. Yeah, it like, is. Everything is so well... Like, there is not... There is... The, the performances in this game never falter. Not the entire. Game. No, there's none. There's no weak link. No, absolutely. And when you get to Surter, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. I was like, hey, that's Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of look like me. a little bit. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, like I am Ragnarok. I think. Uh, I guess I, we gotta go on the story. I think. Yeah, yeah. I got. I've got. I've got no, I've got no gripes in this category. No, y- Zero. I, I, I wanted to find something and I couldn't find. I don't anything. really. So like, as far as presentation, like, yeah, I have no gripes just because like. I mean, like, I, this is up there with, like, Horizon Forbidden West as far as, like, this is the best, one of the best-looking games on the system at this current time. Yeah, like, we're at that point, like, that uncanny valley, I think, of of performances in video games. Mm. Like, have you seen the rigs that they use to put these people in the game? No, uh-uh. Like, they have cameras on their faces. They have cameras 
people with cameras following around. There's cameras in every side of the room. Like, there's a monitor. Like, it renders them in the game as they perform. It's insane, dude. Oh, so, so, there's an Eleanor Soldier. That bro, that, is that not young, young Atreus? Like they, the yeah, dude, he, he, it's his face. No, it's it's much much all in Freya. Even even Kratos' what? face is Christopher Judge's face to a certain mm. extent. That's why they're able to get his like his quivering lips in there. Um, there's my mirror. Yeah, uh, I want to see Lunda. Is her name? Yeah, let, yeah. Uh, okay, there's Faye. Uh, where's she at? Oh, uh, yeah, there it is. I Rabe. Is that his name? That's the uh, that's Bear McCreary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just straight up Bear McCreary. In I there. didn't know that was his name. Oh, I knew Troy Baker was in that. Yeah, he's one of the squirrels. He's yeah. better squirrel. I knew, I, I knew that when I heard it. I yeah. didn't know that. Where is she at? There's Sif. Wouldn't be a video game in existence Sigrun. if Troy Baker wasn't in it. Oh, there's all the, the fates. Um, Hildesvani. I can't remember you say his name. Hildesvani. I thought that was uh, the guy who does... Uh, Hermes in uh, Futurama and Samurai Jack and no way that's her. Who? Let me see. Lunda is the stinking is the stinking AT and T lady. What? No way. Let me see. No way. She's an actress. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> the AT and T lady. <laughs> hey, doll. Anyways, uh, so the story, dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, where to stinking begin? Oh my gosh. Uh, so Kratos and Atreus are living, uh, just living their lives. They're just been, trying been to some, survive Fimble Winter. It's been some time. Fimble yeah. Winter precedes Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. It's part of the prophecy. Prophecy and fate is an ongoing uh, theme. theme here. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really the biggest overall theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get attacked by Freya. She's still bitter and mad about, about Balder. That's how it starts. They're in, they're in the sled yeah. driving, and then all of a sudden she oh, attacks. Yeah, that's one of my biggest complaints. I wanted that cloak. I wanted that cloak that Kratos wore. Oh, yeah, uh, man. What the, the heck? Whole, I wanted that the whole game. Like you that. lose it in like, the first five minutes. But anyway, like, they basically are forced into um, seeking out Tyr because they go home, and who shows mm. up? Uh, Thor and Odin. And Odin shows up. Yeah. yeah, and we get to see them for the We first talked time. about that in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, basically... Tension. Yeah, he, Tension. He's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll leave you alone if you just... You, know, you leave us alone, we'll leave you alone. Stop looking for tear, all that yeah. stuff. Which is funny thinking back on it because of what we know... And you know, spoiler alert for the end: the tear yeah. was never there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that Odin had been pulling the strings from the get-go. The whole, the whole time, he yeah. knew he was he was manipulating Atreus from the beginning mm-hmm. with all this like, oh, well, oh, tear might actually not be dead, like, because yeah. he knew he he was doing all that to manipulate Atreus into helping him, right? Yeah. So anyway, it's funny to think about it from that. But like, you go find Tear and you bring him back, and Sindri and Brock are like, hey, y'all gotta stay somewhere. Come live. live yeah, our we've house got home. a spot on the Idrisil where yep. Odin cannot see us. It's yeah. in the tree. And basically, events transpire. Like, I don't want to do, like, a play-by-play. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't have all the scenes in front of me. But um, basically, you're, you know, Ragnarok's going to happen. Odin's right. trying to prevent it. And um, also, at the same time, Atreus is trying to prevent Kratos from dying because he saw that He saw the prophecy, panel. yeah, the final panel of Thor and, standing there. He's yeah, holding and he doesn't Kratos know that, dying. He doesn't know that Kratos saw it, and Kratos also knows, right? Mm-hmm. So, um you know, Kratos is like, if I die, I die. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. All, my goal is to make my sure son. my son is equipped and prepared and ready for this world. Yeah. For whenever I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Whether Ragnarok happens or not. Right. That's all he cares about. Um, but all these events transpire. You have to help me because like, I'm, I'm losing... I'm well, losing. we go back to the house and we realize that, look, Ragnarok's going to happen. I, there's a, so, I love... I love... I love Mimir. 
I love the mirror. I love oh. that man's voice. But he's perfect, always perfect assistant. For perfect like, assistant. Yeah, absolutely. He's literally yeah, on every, your every hip. game has like you know, Zelda has the the fairy that annoys mm-hmm. the crap out of you. Almost every yeah. Zelda game has there's some kind of annoying side yeah. character, except for Breath of the Wild. Thank God. Oh, um, yeah. But like. He's like the perfect. He's the like, perfect. Yeah. Not only is he is he like performed very well, mm-hmm. and he's not annoying, but like the idea of he's the smartest man in the world. Of course, who else right. better to have on your hip than the head right. of the smartest man in the world who can tell you everything about this yeah. world? And he's flawed. He's got he's got demons in his and past. You learn about. You that. learn about. Oh, so so that's actually where it comes into play. Um, but I, I brought that up to say it's great because he he's kind of there guiding Kratos, giving him those little pointers about, like, maybe you should let your son lead a little. Maybe you should let Atreus follow us, because guess what? There's going to be a day he's not going to want you Yeah, and then also he, he, tells, he tells Atreus, because Atreus yeah, is like, and, why Why we always got to do all this stupid stuff? We got to go stop you. The, he's like, yeah, you know, Kratos is like, hey, look, the prophecy's going to happen regardless. regardless so yeah. who cares if we go side questing, which is a perfect... Yeah, uh, a perfect uh, excuse. excuse. Yeah, yeah 100%. Because like, a lot of people complain about uh, Ludo narrative dissonance, which is like, okay, you're the dragonborn. Oh, okay. All that the winds, where you all the winds about to eat the mm-hmm. soul of the world, and he's going to eat the whole planet, and everyone's going to die. And but also, I need to collect and, all these cheese wheels. Yeah, and so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, the perfect the perfect excuse for, for Kratos and Atreus is like... It's going to happen. Well, it's going to happen regardless. Who cares if we side quest? Because right. we already know. Right. So. Oh, yeah, he... he Ramir, as a, as a, as a, it does the video gamey things, like, brother, you want to make sure you want to check some stuff out before we leave. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do a good job of letting you know before mm-hmm. you leave an area, yeah. right? Uh, but but I think this is where uh, Brock and Sindri step in and go, hey, we have a cousin who might know the whereabouts that Tyr is actually being held in a cave in yeah. Svartalsheim. Yeah. That, and that's where you go and you meet Durlin, who's their cousin. Who, who, who had worked with Faye in the past. Mm-hmm. Right, correct. Wife, yeah, they had, we find out there was an insurrection that the dwarves yeah. and, and the giants tried to pair up and it got squashed by Odin. Uh, and that's where because Odin has basically enslaved the, the, the dwarves, dwarves to yeah, build which will tie into the story to later. build like war like war info, machines like, yeah basically mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh, but he he Durlin subtly like you gotta leave but also here's where you can go and that's where you go into the mines uh, I don't know if you go do you go into the mines after yeah you go down the mines get tear but I don't think we get Frey at this point yet. No, she's still mad. Okay, because there's a point where you, then you have to come back and we realize we need to, we need to, we, hey, we gotta get the Avengers together. Pretty much. Well, Atreus has been doing stuff on the side and yes. he's, he's been talking to Freya trying to yes. get her to And realize. we're aware that he's talked to Odin and yeah. we don't know what they've said. Yeah, he spoke to him outside while you were fighting Thor, uh, apparently gave him an invitation to Asgard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get Freya in the party because you go back to the house for a reason. I can't remember why. Uh, oh, Atreus comes back from Asgard visiting. Oh, that's what it was. So when, whenever... That's what it was. Thank whenever you. Whenever Atreus goes to Asgard, Odin Odin, by the way, the, thank you. There we go. Now we're the per, the perfect like charismatic like. Why does everybody hate this guy? You know, like oh yeah, you know you you need to hate that guy, but he just ma- he's so inviting and, and warm and welcoming. He's it's like a mob boss. Yeah, it's it, it sucks because like, you <laughs> yeah. know you can't trust him. Yeah, he take that in the back of your yeah, head great. because it's performed you like that so well. Yeah, but yeah, you can have it. You can keep that sword. Yeah. Because he's performed so well, you really start doubting Bruh, how evil he yes. really is. Like you, you actually start yeah, to so think you can trust mm, him a little bit. And yeah. he even tells you, "Are we the bad guys?" Yeah, yeah. So basically, he's like, "Hey, look, I got this mask. I can't translate it. Yeah. But one of your special powers, Atreus." Yeah. I tried looking into this. There's or, a rift we know yeah, that apparently Loki is... Loki is Atreus. His other name is Loki. He is mm. a he's part Jotun. He's part mm. giant. So he's he's part of um, the prophecy as well. And so he tells. Um, 
He tells, I'm going to call him Loki whenever the time is right. I'm going to call him Atreus when the time is yeah. right. So he tells Loki. That comes in the story too. Yeah, he tells, <laughs> he tells Loki, he's like, hey, one of your special powers is, re- does, yeah, is, to get the is transcribing languages. Mm-hmm. And I need to know what this, I don't know what this artifact is. It's a mask, but it has transcribings on it. And we can find the rest of the mask. And when we find it all, we can look into this. And he's like, what is that? And it's a tear in reality. Yeah. That apparently. Sitting underneath the lodge. That apparently has. Yeah, that's where. Odin when he built, built the his camp. camp. He built, huh. well, he built Asgard over that to protect he, it. He killed somebody there, didn't he? Did didn't, he, he didn't he say this is the, this is the site where you you, you killed the, oh, first, the first giants? Yeah. Um, um, is it Sigrun? Not Sigrun. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't. I'm bad with the Norse names. Yeah, you gotta anyways, forgive me. Yeah. But yeah, he killed the first Jotun there. And that's where he discovered the tear. And that's where he discovered. And so the tear has. It's a knowledge of everything. Atreus is like, "Why have you looked at it?" And he's like, "Yeah, look at my eye. My right, eye is gone because he's like, all I know is." From what I could, what I actually did see is that the answer to everything you could possibly want to know mm. of everything, of yeah. all of the multiverses of reality, are it's in there. here. Yeah, everything, the answers to life, everything is in here. If we get this mask, we can we can know and fix everything. Right. And so you're like, okay, what's well, not a bad idea? And, and then you're like, well, why do you want it? Why does Odin want it? And he basically tells you. I'm not sure if he tells you here or later, but he's like, he's like, listen, when mortals die. They go to Valhalla. Oh yeah, and they, you know, they come and live with us as the gods. They look up to us. He's like, whenever we die, yeah, when, this can't be our end. He's like, when the gods die, we don't know what happens to yeah. us. That's he's like, he said, I like, need to know. Yeah. I have to know this what happens to me once I once I go. Mm-hmm. And um, and you can, at this point you're kind of like, okay, and we learn bad we, motives. We learn, yeah, we learn in um, you know, there's there's a lot of games like uh, like Skyrim, for example, where there's mm-hmm. multiple afterlives for people sure. right and that's kind of the same here and you know like the the, the jotuns go in a different way mm. the travelers go in a different way yeah. the you know people some people go to valhalla some people go to uh the light of alfheim you know there's mm. different places you can go but the gods don't know where they go right um so with that being said so we come we, we atreus yeah. is like i don't know if i can be here and he sends you off on a mission with thor you yeah know, you get, you get some, that's where you go to most fun. you get to hang out with thor a little bit he's kind of a dirtbag you go to yeah. most fun. it's funny because it's funny he, he, he goads him into like hey there's there's uh what's her name what's his name's challenges up there yeah, you should do it. You're, you're thor all the reason to go to the uh to the to go see the um what do they call the cabinets uh the prophecy cabinets oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so we can sneak off and see it yeah yeah and that's another thing you find out that there's like the secret door in the cabinets yeah. and I, then, and I, you can go in there and you can see the actual yeah. hidden prophecy that was hidden away from Odin which he apparently knows anyway so i love that they do those subtlety that that subtle stuff because we all know the stuff about even just if you know the subtlest the or excuse me the smallest uh, little detail about thor or not thor excuse me loki he's he's the god of tricks he's a trickster he's, god yeah. so he's and he's he's, he's kind of a smooth talker it's, he's kind of just there's so many layers of clever writing yeah yes like the fact that yes. you're like well me and my dad beat all those and he's like yeah. and you know thor's getting like I can beat him. Yeah. And then he leaves, and that's his distraction. It's, it's super clever. Yes. 100%. Um, there's something even more clever later. I didn't mm. even realize okay. until... I don't know. You might not know this or not. It might blow your mind. It blew my mind. Okay. Um, but anyway, so... He winds up back at the house. So Atreus... He leaves. Atreus tells Odin. He's like, look, I gotta go back home. Like, I can't help you. Like, maybe I'll come back. And Odin's like, it's okay, man. Now leave that he's stuff like, here, though. He's like, leave the stuff. You can come back. You can have my gifts again. I'll send you on your way. It's okay. That Ingrid's, he's, he's, Ingrid's, he's, Ingrid's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and Ingrid's kind of telling you, like, I don't know. Yeah, we yeah, so we just we should say, like, you, you want that? You can take it. It was a sword, and apparently he can talk to the sword. That's another one of Loki's gifts. He can communicate with the animals. Sword, and, the sword has a personality, and it's trying to tell him, because he's asking, he's like, can I trust Odin? He's like, 
No. Yeah, the sword. The sword. It, yeah. It's funny how the noises you can hear the sadness and the mm-hmm. happiness, like the different mm-hmm. tones. It's, yeah. Once again, with the presentation, it's yep. just really well done. So that's when they come back to the house. They come back to the house, and then boof, a Valkyrie shows up. Oh no, the bad Valkyrie showed me, but it's Freya. At some point, yeah, Kratos realizes this is this and isn't a Valkyrie. Atreus, this is, yeah. He's like Atreus, go home. I'll come back because you've been gone for like a, a long time. Which also, there was another spot where you were gone to Jotunheim. I think we talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Whenever you're playing as him. Uh, in the last episode, basically, he goes to Jotunheim and meets Angerboda. I think before it's where he falls asleep and he he wake up he wakes up in the island. Is that where you fight? That's where you fight uh, Angerboda's um, grandmother. Yeah, that's so the same it, sequence. So let's rewind a little bit. Whenever you're fighting there, um, you know he gets the the the, the marbles mm-hmm. uh, that have the souls. In them. Oh, we should say we didn't mention this in the. Sorry, we, we, I guess we're kind of backtracking to tie stuff together. The, the scene we talked about in the first episode, the first, uh, excuse me, the last uh, podcast we talked about, you finally get to, to play as Atreus. Yeah. Stranger goes with us. He wakes up, uh, what's his name, Big Snake? I can't think of his snake's name. Jormungandr. And Jormungandr says, Ironwood. And you're like, oh, thanks, bro. That's so cryptic. That's what you are you even talking about? And that's when he finds I, I, Ironwood. I, I thought is, we covered this last yeah. time. I'm sorry. So anyway, yeah. Ironwood is where the last remaining of giants have been yeah. hiding. You go and you meet Angerboda, the last mm-hmm. of the Jotuns, and she is painting these things. She can see the prophecies. Yeah. And she's teaching you about how your fate is sealed in these mm-hmm. prophecies. There's nothing you do to change it. And she feels like that's her job. And once her job's over, it's like, well, I'm kind of pointing. Yes. And so you go and she's like, oh yeah, my grandmother lives over here and she hates my guts. And that's when you fight her. And we talked about that in like her big kitchen and all that. Mm-hmm. And you get those marbles with the, the uh, giant souls in them. Mm-hmm. And so as a test... Because in the beginning of the game, we talked about how you had to put Fenrir down. No, we didn't. We said there's a scene that's very sad. We, 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 we didn't say it. That. Okay, so it, that that right off the bat. Yeah, in the very beginning, out. Fenrir is sick, and his you, wolf. You, you kind of kill him, and his his you notice his, these little strands, these blue yeah, his orbs. Spirit, his spirit kind of floats say, away. Yeah, and we don't know what that is. And Kratos is like, "What magic is that?" And he's like, "I don't I didn't know. See I, just, it. I didn't. Yeah, yeah I didn't he just says something." Um, and then it, you find it out floats in his dagger. Yeah, you find out that it, yeah, it's a, a spirit that's trapped inside of his dagger. Yeah. And um, so whenever you whenever you go into uh, Jotunheim, when Ingerboda gives you those marbles, and she's like, "Yeah, the souls of all the giants. This is where they're hiding. They're all in here." Mm-hmm. And so as a test, you put it in that snake, right? Yeah. Um, and it just kind of like its eyes kind of roll back and it slithers off. And you're like, "Oh, well, that sucks." Yeah. I guess. What I don't, do we I don't do? Know where I'm going with it. So yeah. Like, yeah, and then you fight, and so basically, you know that you have the ability the, to do all, this. all yeah. the giant souls, right? Uh, so, spoiler alert for way later. That was Yormigander, that snake. Was it? It's a giant soul in the snake. Yeah, the marble had Yormigander's name on it. Did it? That snake slides off because it has the soul of a giant. Remember how whenever you fight, so what was Yormigander the whole time before this though? Well, remember, whenever Thor is, is told in the prophecy that Thor will hit Jormungandr so hard, he'll go back in time. Uh, it would take him time. So remember he says, he says, oh, Atreus looks familiar to me. Yeah. Like, Jormungandr says that to him. Yeah. That's because he he knew him previously. Okay. Yeah. That's why I was, that's where I... It's some time travel Because Agraboda mentions that. She says he's getting really big. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, Jormungandr. Okay, well, how's that connected? That okay. is Jormungandr. So okay. whenever the Jormungandr, like, it's... It's really wild. It's basically it's time travel paradox kind of oh stuff. Oh lord, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's really clever. It's, but it is it's, clever. It's it clever. Is. That's how Jormungandr came to be. And why is he so mad at Thor? Why does he want to fight Thor? Because he had beef with Thor in his yeah. life as a giant. That's his right. soul that went in there. Right. Super. Clever. Yes. Very tied up. And, and guess, and guess what? Like 
now he's going to grow to a big snake again. Now he now before he leaves, before it wraps up him leaving Ironwood, he entrusts he gives it back to Agrabah. He gives the, the 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 souls back. He gives them all back. Says, I, this isn't. Yeah, I can change my fate. I, I, I and she and of course she doesn't believe like this is fate. This is it has, to happen. it has to happen. You can't not. And he's like no, but I can. This is the the war we're having. Yeah. with this this thread and it's sad because of the fates. entire game, as much as you try to avoid it, you can. And that's what we'll find a little bit later. Yeah. Um, so we go back. That's when 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 we have the fight with the with the uh, Valkyrie that we the find out is is Freya. And we have Freya to... makes this agreement with Thor. I won't kill you because I need to use you because my soul with Kratos. is with Kratos. Excuse me, is tied in my land in Vanaheim. That that's why I can't leave this realm. So, I can't leave Midgar right now. So she he, you kind of have this like. We're friends, but we're yeah. not really friends. You go to Vanaheim, long story short, events transpire, and you find where basically he tied that part of her soul to all the different Rounds. tree branches yeah. of, of Yggdrasil. Mm-hmm. So you fight the Nidhogg and you... Which, uh, which Nith- stinks, because Nidhogg's just doing what it's supposed to be doing, yeah. which is protect Yggdrasil. Yeah, and so you, you free her, and she kind of realizes the error of her ways, and she yeah. kind of becomes your friend. That's a really good scene, because she's like, I can't forgive you, but I can't kill you either yeah. and she's like no he's no he, and I like because because that's what it's one of many scenes where where kratos puts the axe up and goes do what you must yeah and she's like well he knows what he's taken from her yeah yeah and he but he also saved her life he's willing to accept it right yeah. and she that's where she's like i'm not gonna kill you he's like yeah. I, I don't know if i can forgive you right now but i'm not gonna kill you yeah, yeah. it's a really touching scene so after that i believe we come back and we've we talked to atreus right mm-hmm. and we're like what'd you do Blah blah blah. Like, what's going on? Why, what are, what are you telling me? And Atreus is afraid to to tell him about yeah. his death or whatever. And then, this is the part where he gets mad, right? Yeah, maybe we might be glossing over some stuff, but he basically yeah, because you you're you're learning the animal stuff from mm-hmm. like the animal mechanics from which is, uh, did we mention Tyr? We've got Tyr now too. Yeah, yeah, Tyr's and there. Tyr, Tyr, Tyr is room completely closet. complacent. Complacent. He has completely thrown away his moniker of yeah, God like, of War. I'm just going to stay here and I'm going to cook. I'm not doing it. And it's very off-putting. It's extremely off-putting. Because you can see yeah. the power that he has. He's a strong... Even Mimir makes mention like, well, he really likes to destroy furniture, doesn't he? He's really great at... Well, he's like, whenever you're in Alfheim, he's just like jumping around. Yeah. Like, you see what he he's kills capable a, of. He kills a, a light elf and he didn't like it, but he yeah. had to. Yeah, you yeah. see what he's capable of. Yeah, and, for sure. But he definitely, he's off. He's got some... He's got some, He's got some Dane bramage. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, something's wrong. Like, he sleeps in a broom closet. Yeah, yeah. And he disappears for a long time. Mm. So, I don't know, it's really weird. Anyway... Um. So this is the part I believe he where... storms off. He turns into he turns into a bear mode because everybody's telling him you're yeah. an idiot for wanting to do this. And he he acts this way. He smacks Sindri. Yeah, and hits him in the Sindri, head. Yeah. yeah, and uh, he storms off. Poor Sindri. I know, poor Sindri. I want to talk about that later. And that's is that where he goes back to Asgard? That's when he goes back to Asgard. Yeah. Well, he makes it back to the house, and then he mm-hmm. goes to Asgard again. And this is when you go with um, Thrude to Helheim. And Val and and they, they, they yeah, Thor's or, or Odin's find, like, hey, take through. You guys go. Also, Heimdall's coming with you. Like, oh, great, uh, fantastic. Heimdall's a douche. Uh, Which, by the way, yeah, you meet him the very first time you climb up the wall to Asgard, and he is like his big thing is he can see. He well, can yeah, see he's Heimdall. Into, he's Heimdall of, of Norse mythology. He sees everything before it happens. But the the thing that that ties into the gameplay and that you can't hit him. 
No, you can't touch him. Because he knows what he's going to do. Nobody can touch him. He's, he's got the rub down Junior Sherlock Holmes apparently, prediction. Apparently Thor could if he wanted to. Because yeah. he, he he's like... Oh, yeah. He's like, you know you couldn't hit me if you tried. And he says, look into my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you see? And he's like, you're a sick man. And then yeah. he decides not to do it. Like, yeah. what? I wonder what he I would have done. What, yeah. But Thor knows. Yeah. But anyways... Um, and it's funny because like Thor is basically the Kratos of this realm. He is the yeah. destroyer of this realm, he's kinda, and yeah. he's like the bastard child of the All Father of this right. realm, sure. just like Kratos. Right. Like they have way more they have ties, yes, than they than they even know that they do. Um, at least Thor does. Um, yeah, can we say too while we're kind of kind of going through the storyline? They do the pacing is is great. Oh, absolutely. There's just enough where you're playing as Kratos. There's just enough Atreus. And, but it doesn't get too predictable, like, oh, I guess I'm going to switch back to Kratos. Oh, I guess I'm going to... No, I'm playing as Atreus a little more. It does just enough just where right. you don't get tired of one or the other. And that kind of goes back into mechanics and gameplay, but both of them feel so great. They may, I'm so glad they made Atreus fun. Like, there's moments oh. where I was like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of being this, this brooding, terrible dis- destruction machine. And I just want to be a little more subtle and quick and fast. Agile. And agile. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's, they feel different. Mm-hmm. They feel... They play differently. Mm-hmm. It's... It's good. It's good. So yeah, they um so Thrude and which is Thor's daughter, they go to um We should say that Sindri before he leaves No God, we're all over the place. He doesn't go there because Sindri gives him he, he decides to go back to, to he has to go back to Asgard because Sindri gives him that little uh oh button to Not to, yet. Not yet? No, not yet. Okay. That's the third time you go Oh, okay, Asgard. sorry. Yeah, Continue. No, so this this time you meet Thrude and you notice that she's like She's like, I don't understand why y'all. She's think, on the fence. She's like, I don't know why y'all think my grand, my grandpa's not a bad dude. My mm-hmm. dad, he has drinking problem, but he's not that bad. And you start to realize that like, Odin might even be lying to his own kin, like yeah. because like Thor, as much as of, of a douche he is, you realize he's he really does have a good side. Yeah, to he's him. been mistreated. Yeah, and like we know, Odin just uses him as a killing machine. We know how Kratos was used that way by the mm-hmm. gods of his realm. So like, I had a soft spot for Thor the whole time. I was like, man, I. Yeah, I really feel bad. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for yeah, like a hundred percent. They made him into what he was because he had no choice. But anyway, so you go to Helheim, and then the mask leads you to Garm, the the, the wolf that lives in Helheim. Yeah, we're trying to get the third part. The third part, and then the you, you're like, oh, he, the mask must be underneath Garm. We gotta we gotta free him. And so Garm gets loose, and he's tearing. No, sorry, rewind. Hang on, come back. He decides to go back the second time, and Sindri gives him the uh oh device. When he when he storms out, wait. No, no. you sure? Am I forgetting this wrong? Because yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you are. Hold, let me okay. Let, let me okay. continue. You let continue. me continue. Okay, you're, you're, okay. You're, 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 Am I out of whack? You're making me question my. Okay, my, sorry, my, sorry, my, sorry, 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 sorry. So they they free Garm. Mm-hmm. Garm's ripping all the holes in reality. Don't know, Kratos, and the yeah. mask is not there. Yeah, he we doesn't realize who Garm really, really is. We can't do anything to fix it. So we're like, oh man, what do we do? And so Garm you, can tear tear holes in the fabric of time. That's or, or when, the other the realms. That's when Heimdall comes back. He's like, oh, you're in trouble, and he takes you back to Odin. And then Odin's like, yeah, it's a real mess we have here. And then you're like, oh, I messed up. I gotta go. Home. I gotta get out of here. And that's when you go home, and then you tell. He tells everyone, I'm sorry, I messed everything up. They're like, you freed Garm! He's like, I know, I know. And then Kratos is like, you made a mistake. He's like, everyone, listen, he made a mistake. Now what do we do? We fix our mistakes. So that's when you go to Helheim, and that's whenever you fight Garm. You go to stop Garm, and then you implant Fenrir's soul that was in your dagger into Garm, and now you got a big wolf friend. Now the uh-oh button is whenever he goes back for the last time to find the third piece in Niflheim with Thor. 
Yeah. So, anyways, after they they, they rescue um, Fenrir and all that, they go back, and I can't remember what happens after. They, I think you, this is when you go to Vanaheim to rescue well, there's, there's some, we're, we're skipping. There's a scene that I, there's, there's a mem- I wrote down memorable moments, and one of those huge memorable moments is cause that's when when because that's when he turns into the bear, he storms out. Mm-hmm. Well, when he comes back, because Garm has ripped open a hole, or you know now Garm is loose before they kill Garm. Garm is loose because, like I said, Garm's thing is he can tear holes in the realms. Well, now he's tearing holes in the realms, and all the all the Helheim walkers are getting out. Oh, that's and that's when you come back to the house and you realize, yeah, that's they're in the house. They're at the they're in your Yeah, that's when you go back. That's when Kratos saves you with the uh, the spear. No, he doesn't spear yet. I don't think. Yeah, he does. You should, yeah, we're all over the place, man. But, but anyways, what I'm saying is, there's a tender moment where this is a big game. <laughs> yeah, Freya is trying to seal a a, a realm where all the, the the walkers are coming out, and so of course you pick back over as Kratos, you're fighting them off because uh, Atreus has to go help her. All of a sudden, it explodes because she seals it. Boom! And like, there's this, you know, Kratos gets knocked back. He's like, bells ringing, gets up, everybody's okay, and I, the, the fog clears, and it's Atreus. Now remember, they were pissed at each other. He stormed off. And that's where he comes back and gives him a big hug. Uh-huh. That's that. That's that I, scene. I, I, I think he had the spear at that point. Did he? Yeah, because maybe threw, he did. He no, threw I think the he, spear. Yeah, but right. when we got the spear, because we knew that we had to defeat Heimdall. Heimdall, because there's a psych. Basically, Kratos and Brock go off because Sindri's like, no, don't no, go out there. Yeah, we didn't even talk he's about like, that. Don't go out there. So you go to Savartalheim with Brock, and they're all like looking at him like he's weird. And they they go to get that ring that duplicates itself, and they're like, "We're gonna make Dropnir out of this." Yeah. And so we had to go see the Lady of the Lake, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And they go there, and then the Lady of the Lake she takes the the ring and she makes the spear, and then she takes the blood of a god with Kratos and makes the little cloth around it. Which when you upgrade it, yeah, it's totally is the cloth Spartan cloth. Is, is his Spartan cloth on mm-hmm. his on his uh, really cool. waistband? And then uh, she looks into the soul of Kratos, but she looks right past Brock, and he realizes... He's not complete. He's like, I'm, my soul has is not 100% and there. And there's a backstory that Sindri mentions when the first thing you pick up is Atreus, that Brock was killed in an explosion at the forge. Yeah. And Sindri tried to bring him back, but he couldn't complete the process, and he brought back three pieces of his soul. He not, had four, yeah. not four, so he's not complete. Yeah. But that's why Sindri doesn't want him going, because he's like, don't they let him go. He's, he's going to find out. Don't do it. And that's when he finds out. And so Brock realizes what's going on, and there's a really, really cool scene because they're, they're going in this elevator underwater to see because the Lady of the Lake is a mermaid, essentially. And um, and she didn't bless... She, she, no, no, no. It's what it is is Brock asks to bless the spear and she does, she ignores Brock. She doesn't talk to him. That's when he finds out. And so he's like, someone needs to bless it. And Kratos goes, I need a, a master blacksmith to bless it. And Brock's like, yeah, he's right. it, yeah, he spits on <laughs> yeah. it. It's a really touching scene. But also, before that, we totally skipped this part. Before you even get dropped near, you go to see the Norns with... Um, oh, the Fates. With Freya. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you are with Freya and Atreus is still away. And then you yeah. go... Because they, they're the ones who tell you... Because you go to ask them how to beat Heimdall, I think. Yeah. Um, and they basically say... They're like, like, nothing's written in stone. Your choices are just deciding it. That's the fate. Yeah. You're going to do it because you're going to make those decisions. Yeah. That's why it's going to happen. So they kind they kind of tell you like yeah. you can change. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of the little the, annoying when it gets that makes Frey upset. Yeah, <laughs> copies everything she says before she says it. That's kind of the point of the game is you can change. change. Yeah. And that's another ongoing theme uh, which I really appreciate. I know um, we're kind of all over the place. This I know. <laughs> so there's so much back and it's, forth. Dude, I hate I hate that like 
on a, we, like a comprehensive we, we can only, chronological we can only, list. We can only record on Fridays, and <laughs> dude, I, I, I am spent already. But yeah. anyway, I really just wanted to hit the key points. Like, if you really want to walk through, we're just kind of talking about our favorite parts. But yeah. um, one way or another, at uh, the end of the day, they decide to make Ragnarok happen like ours. Yeah, I, they do go back, and they you meet Freyr mm-hmm. and all his little band of ragtag people because you're gonna need an army at some point. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's been there. You reunite him with um uh freya and like you basically i think i think you save so basically there's like a, a kind of a war going on in vanaheim yeah. for a little bit um yeah he gets captured you save him yeah i think i just want to like talk about my favorite moments there yeah i was gonna say yeah because yeah, like yeah. one of my favorite moments was when you're in vanaheim and the like those wyverns are chasing everyone and that traveler big mirror big yeah he just starts speaking and he just and starts that like like he starts nordic yeah. yeah and then he just kind of jumps off and hits both of them and like even kratos yeah kratos was like it was foolish but it saved our lives it saved our lives yeah it's dude every time i, I hear kratos speak yeah. and his wisdom it just yeah 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 dude i had like goosebumps and like oh that almost that entire that 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 whole that whole scene is so good because you're like well, I know he's about to do something and that when he did, it makes it so, he's like four five and he jumps off and yeah. and he jumps off yeah oh it's so good that part's really dope uh, and then to see Freyer's reaction to that yeah. and you oh, he's fine you can he's probably quest. down there yeah, he is you can go find him oh did he yeah he survived, he survived yeah That's they, cool. you asked me like how did you survive he's like, oh I rolled <laughs> Because like, I can. Well, I think the idea was like he was on them, and then like he hit the ground diagonal. And yeah, yeah, I mean he's hurt. He's not okay. Yeah, he's, he's hurt. But, um, but yeah. So, long story short, we eventually help Odin build the mask. Right, mm-hmm. all pieces of it. And whenever we do, Thor is with us, and he freaks out. And he's like, because Sif is like. She's confused. They're all confused because all of confused. Odin. It's all Odin. because of Odin. Odin's manipulation. He, he's a manipulating son of a gun, right? Mm-hmm. And so Thor gets mad. He's about to kill Trace, and he uses that, That's that, when he uses that little crap button. And then he goes all the way back to uh, Yggdrasil, which Kratos is there, kind of just basically he's like, I've been waiting for you here. Yeah. I, this is where they're all starting to come together. This is where this is where Sindri said you would be. Yeah. And so you get them, you go back, and then that's when you find out. Oh, this is the big twist. I knew something was up. Because uh, Tyr is like... I'm not picking up any weapons. He, he's like, yeah, and then he's like, you know what? I will lead us in the battle. We're going to go defeat Asgard together. And Brock's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, he whoa. calls him Loki. He's like, you've never called him Loki. He called him Loki, yeah. And also, like, when I picked up on it, that I, I didn't I didn't know it was Odin. I didn't know it either. I, knew I did not know it was Odin. I, knew was I thought maybe Tyr was playing this. I, playing I, the, playing I thought he was playing this because of his encouragement of the prophecy stuff, mm-hmm. right? There comes a point where he slips up a little bit. And so Brock's like, wait a minute, no, 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 come on, dude. Like, what is with you? You're He's getting his face. He's like, why you call him Loki? Why are you being weird? And by the way, Brock, with the intuition, man, like... So good. He's straightforward. He doesn't beat around the bush. And then uh, Tyr is like, whoa, my God, don't you ever shut up. And then he stabs Brock... Mm -hmm. Fatally. Fatally. And then he... The camera pans over. It's Odin. Tyr was Odin the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's been playing us since the beginning of yep. the game, just like he plays everyone. No, You cannot trust that man, no matter what. He's yeah. always playing you, no matter how nice he seems or who he's assuming the form of. It's terrible. And then he holds a knife to, to Atreus's Atreus. neck, and he's like, we're going to go, me and him, with this mask, and I'm going to go look in the rifts, and then you just guys can just leave me alone, which we know if he gets in there, he's basically going to be all-powerful. Yeah, he's going to yeah. know everything. 
Yeah, and so we, who knows what he'll be capable of after mm-hmm. that? We know what he's capable capable of now, already. Right. Look at what he's done to the realms. He's in, he's destroyed Vanaheim by stopping up with dams and stuff like that. He's mm-hmm. enslaved the dwarves. He's the the elves are constantly at war. Um, Midgard is frozen over, and he's he's basically letting the Midgardians live on the outside of Asgard, of, of Asgard yeah. which we find out is just a diversion because he wants to put innocent people in the in harm's oh, yeah. way. Yeah, so like he cannot be trusted, and so he's about to warp out with his crow or his ravens, and then Kratos, Kratos actually him. Atreus turns into a wolf, bites his hand, and then uh, he throws a spear and it pins the mask to the wall. So we still have it, yeah. and so we have the mask. And he's like, well. We're going, we're, we're going to war. We're going to war now, but we have we have what he wants. We have a little bit of yeah, leverage. Yeah, we have leverage. Uh, so that's when, like, you basically... Um, it's ter- What's terrible is, like, Sindri is, like, just mourning over Brock. Everybody's mourning over Brock, because Brock is, like... Yeah. Look, I, was sitting there, I was sitting there, I was crying. I was sitting yeah. there crying, because I, didn't I hit me. Brock. It didn't hit me as much. I love I Brock. To. Yeah. Well, it was me knowing his soul, because he's like, yeah. he's like, dude, his Amir soul... Amir talks about that. Yeah, he's like, his soul, his soul is incomplete. Yeah, he's not. He's gone. He's and gone, Sindri gone. has to live with himself, knowing that because he does not have an incomplete soul, there is no afterlife for him mm. that we know of. Yeah, there might be, but as as far as North our Norse mythology knowledge yeah. is, he's not going to the light of Alfheim. He's, he's just, not. He's going gone. To, we don't know. Yeah. Like so, he's he's gone. Which, by the way, spoiler alert. I, I did the site. I went. To, did you go to his funeral? No, not yet. I, I, that's when Mamir says it. Yeah, he's. He's gone. He's gone. Gone. Yeah, he's gone. Gone. There's, yeah. no, there's no coming back. And uh, Sindri feels terrible because he thinks is Sindri there? The funeral. Mm-hmm. I'll let you watch. Okay. I'll let you watch. Because I have I have complaints about some of the stuff. Bring tissues. God. <laughs> Bring tissues. <laughs> but um, yeah. So like we never we had never seen them step through the realms. Yeah. And he's holding Brock and he just and it's like what happened? What just happened? Yeah. And so now we know we have to go get a war. Like, yeah. And so um, Freyr... He, he found out in the prophecies about Surtur and, and um, his wife. So, we, yeah, we know... we Well, for Ragnarok to commence, we know that his Surtur has to join with his wife and become the creature Ragnarok. And so Kratos and Atreus are like, we're, we're going to go do that. Freya's like, I'm going to go... Um, I forget where she goes, but maybe she goes with Freyr. He's like, I'm going to go... No, no, Freyr's like, I'm going to go... Reunite the elves. That's and what it was. I'm gonna make peace with the elves, and we're gonna get. They're gonna yeah. fight for us. And then uh, Sindri does come back. He's like, I'll talk to the dwarves. Yeah. Uh, not because I want to, because we have to. Yeah. And I forget where Freya goes. I can't oh, the Valkyries. Oh yeah, yeah. She goes to re- revive the Valkyries. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hisselvini and Mimir go to Helheim to get the army of the dead. Yes. So we're building our army, our mm-hmm. Ragnarok army, and so we go to Muspelheim. And when we go to Muspelheim, we see we finally see Surtur, and he's just like, "I know why you're here." Yeah, I'm not going to so do it. nonchalant. He's like, "I've waited this day, and you know, I don't want to live here anymore." Because, but my I ha- my heart is with my wife, and my wife has my heart. Her her heart is ice cold because she lives in Niflheim. My heart is red hot because I live in Muspelheim. And when we conjoin, we will turn to Ragnarok. And he's like, "Both of us will cease to exist." And I don't care about myself. But I care too much about my wife. Can't do it to my wife. Don't do it. And yeah. then that's whenever we see our first example of breaking yes, fate. Cross, okay. Breaking fate and breaking prophecy. Because he's like, wait a minute. 
let me see let me see those blades uh, okay that's what you do that's okay I, th- yeah. I thought that's what you were leading up to and yeah it's like these are primordial flames i recognize this which we know the blades of chaos were made in the foulest pit <coughs> of hades mm-hmm. crafted by we don't know exactly who i don't think but they are very oh, special Hephaestus. weapons well maybe so probably yeah. oh my <laughs> you know it's uh that's uh rip torn is it really yeah <laughs> r.i.p R- R- rip torn uh, yeah. uh but yeah um so he's like, wait a minute, if you stab my heart with these, this might this, just do it. Yeah. And so you go down... I don't need to get my wife. You, you go down into uh, the edge of creation from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, doesn't it look just it like... Does, it all the stars was like, and the galaxies. Like, he, he was like, yeah, basically this is like the spark of our Spark realms. of yeah, realm. Yeah, this is where and, it started. Uh, so you go down there and you stab him, and he's he falls into the pit, and then you're like, well, what happens now? And there's two Valkyrie sisters show up. The Valkyrie sisters That was a rough show. fight. That was a pretty tough fight, yeah. I like that they kept refueling to show you just how powerful they really are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after you beat that fight, uh, Ragnarok is—he's like—he's like, when you're ready, blow the horn. By the way, we got the horn. We killed. Yeah, Heimdall. you get the yeah. When you killed Heimdall, you got the Galahorn. Which, by the way, that that death scene for uh, for Heimdall so satisfying. So satisfying. Because yeah. that's why you made the spear was to fight him whenever you mm-hmm. went to rescue Freyr. Uh, and the idea that, that was our first glimpse of. Kratos showing mercy. He was yeah, like, he cuts the arm off, but he doesn't kill him. Yeah, he's like, I do not want this fight. Stand down. And then he Heimdall would not do it. Mm-hmm. He left Kratos no choice. And he tried to explain that to everyone. Yeah. Uh, and that was our first glimpse of seeing Kratos turning the new cheek, right? Yeah. Um, and then so we go to Midgard and all of our we go armies. to Tears Temple where we're, yeah. where we're setting up shop. All of our armies are, um, which you did go to Tears Temple previously to go check on Sindri, by the way. Yeah. And he was like, just leave me alone. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool. And Trey's like, I know where he's at. Yeah, he's like, don't talk to me ever again. Yeah. Just leave. And so, um, we were preparing for war. Mm-hmm. And, uh... That, so we should say, too, there's a little thing where it, throughout the game, uh, I think it's three times, maybe four, where Kratos falls asleep. And in his sleep, dreams. he either remembers... Dude, that first dream that you have where he all of his armor's off, you know, he takes yeah. all his armor, and, and uh, you're walking around with Faye, yeah. and he's just, he's so scared about... He knows what... Atreus could be capable of because he is because of him because of Kratos yeah mm-hmm. which is and Faye tries to ground him and which just, is super sad because yeah. look me at me as a father I connected a lot with this because I see things <laughs> yeah dude I see things There's that, a lot that of my son does like when I was a kid I had really bad anger issues which is even more of a connection to Kratos that I don't I don't like but like I used to have really bad anger issues mm-hmm. and like I mean I talked about it on the show like our gamer tales so I used to get sent to the counselor's office and stuff like that like and no one really took the time to it was something I, I learned how to dealt with on your own yeah but like I probably could have some more help but like I don't want that for my kid mm-hmm. and so I come know, back into play and I know how it stuff. feels yeah. like you see we see the the worst aspects of ourselves are our kids mm-hmm. and you don't want that for them and you can you can raise them to be better and mm-hmm. to 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 not be that way. Oh right? my gosh! So yep, you're you're speaking everything. I'm Every speak one of about. these dream sequences where you're getting, I'm getting goosebumps. I mean, I, there was the last. I, I had tears in my eyes probably about well, the, at least seven different. The times last one is the toughest because that's where he falls asleep in the tent, and that's where Atreus. Well, Freya He's goes, okay, you guys go to sleep, and this is Atreus' tent. It's your tent, and just like Atreus, it's, it's, it's so. Mm. He's telling the story. It's so no, it's so special because it's like. Asher still wants to come in my bed. He wants to come in the room with yeah. me. And it's just like, he comes in and he's like, I'm going to sleep in here. And, and, he's and like, yeah, I can't Atreus, sleep. I can't sleep. And so he tells him a story, falls asleep. He's like, calm your mind. So. Yeah. And so, and so when, 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 when Kratos falls asleep, the last dream he has with, with, with his uh, walk with Faye totally picks up 
very similar, very close to the beginning of the first one. And it's you're walking with her, marking her trees that she's going to burn herself because she knows her time is coming. She knows her prophecy and she knows what it is. And that's the scene where Kratos has the, he touches her head and she basically says, you have to do this for me. And he, you know, he doesn't want to. And that's the side of Kratos where I was like, whoa. Also, when you cut that tree down Mm -hmm. in the very first game, it's dropping the protection stave and that's how uh, freaking what's his name even finds you. Yeah. Yeah. She knew from the start. She right. knew everything. Everything would propel so, into yeah. it. It's so tie- it ties together. Yeah. Wake up, and also the story that Kratos is telling him about the man with the logs and death. Mm-hmm. He and got he got too heavy for him. He wanted to call death, and, and then how, he decided he wanted to live. Yeah, and how? Um, oh man, I just remember something that happens in the funeral. Oh, my gosh. So sorry. Anyway, continuing uh, at uh, Brock's funeral. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll take him. I guess I know what I got to do tonight. Dude, <laughs> just do do two things when you go home. First thing. Do Brock's funeral. Second thing, go to the realm scene in Niflheim in the prison and go. Uh, okay. Go do that one. Okay. So anyway, go to war. You go to war. Mm-hmm. It happens. Ragnarok happens. First thing that happens, Odin is already like ten steps ahead of you. Mm-hmm. He's already using the machines that he had the doors building to to destroy the realm tower to prevent your armies from coming through. You have plenty of bodies to throw with the the armies of the Dan, pretty much. But mm-hmm. he's got unlimited bodies because all the people, the I- Ironheart, I can't yeah, say yeah, it, yeah, uh, that come they from just, he just responds when them. yeah when they die they go to Valhalla and <laughs> just come right back. <laughs> they literally respawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't stop that that army unless yeah. you kill Odin first, right? Yeah. Um, and this is a, dude. This is the part where like. I, I had tears in my eyes while I was fighting in this mm-hmm. game. Like, there was multiple times where I, like, my eyes were watering and I was fighting. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was one of them. Like, I just going through and seeing all the people, seeing Fenrir run around, tearing people up. Mm-hmm. Angry Boda comes to help. Uh, um, even... Uh, I can't think of the snake. Jormungandr and Thor are fighting in the yeah, distance. It's, dude, it's, ep- it's epic. Mm. It's epic battle. Yeah. And uh, that's when we, you know, eventually we, we're doing all these things to, to prevent our armies from dwindling but then Kratos is like we gotta go straight to the source of the problem we can't right? yeah. we're gonna lose and that's when uh, Atreus sees those Midgardians he met at the front of Asgard and he's this is a big, this is a good turn yeah, and, he, like and he's like he's like close your heart to it close your heart to it close your heart to it and that's when Kratos is like I was wrong son yeah don't close open your heart, your to, heart to it open your heart to their suffering see their suffering yeah, yeah. and then oh yeah oh. man man yeah. and like cause like we we know how Kratos had been in those yeah. old games where he was like, I don't care about anyone except for he was son. He was raised like that as a Spartan. That was his way. Yeah, and not, so that's the way I'm going to raise my son. It's, dude, they got to be the same I way. I can't wait. Dude, once we get to the end, I'm just going to oh. Okay, anyway. Yeah. So he's like, use that yeah. against, uh, see what your enemy is capable of and use that. Open your heart to it. And that's whenever um, we eventually get into the fight with... Thor, right? Yeah. Well, so, Thrud shows up, and she's like, "You, you, what are you doing? I, I knew I couldn't trust you." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and that's and when also Freyr's like, "I'm gonna go prevent. I'm gonna go like postpone Ragnarok." As yeah, well I'm gonna go talk to I Ragnarok can. real quick if y'all don't mind. Because also, oh, dude, by the way, whenever you first get there, Freyr's he. Oh yeah, he calls back Ingrid. Ingrid comes back, and you're like, "Whoa, that was his sword the, the whole, whole time." Oh, she's so cool. That's and like he, can fly. He flies off with it. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, that's why I don't need my boat." Duh. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Thor sees Kratos interacting with Thrud, and he thinks he's he's, he's wanting to fight her. Yeah. yeah, and so you fight Thor for the final time, mm-hmm. and once again it comes to a stalemate, and you beat Thor into submission, and and then he's like, "Finish it!" Yeah, he we stabs de- his hand. He's got him on the ground. Destroyers finish it, and he, um, he does another, he does another, puts his hands up, puts yep. the axe up, he puts the blades up, everything, and then he just removes the dagger from his hand. And he's like. 
I have will, to be better. Like, for I will children. not. I will not. I will not do it. It's yeah. like we must be better for the sake of our, our children. children. Yes. Oh and, my gosh, it's so good. And then it's Thor's so your friend, but not for long. Ah, uh, this is the part I hated. Odin shows up and he's like, he's like, kill him. He's what are like, you doing? He's right here. Yeah, what are you doing, dummy? Kill this dude. And then he's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not your monster anymore. I knew just, you were garbage. Just like how Kratos said mm-hmm. to Athena in the first game, where she's like, "You were you, you cannot be a father. You cannot. You're you're just a monster." And he's like, "I know, yeah, but I'm your monster no longer." Yeah, and dude, mm, it's just like you get to see that same arc with Thor, yeah. but then Odin's like, "Oh, you know what? I'll just do it myself." And he stabs Thor. He kills oh, Thor no. in front of Thrud, and she knows the truth. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe what I'm seeing right now." Um, and even even before that, Sif tells. Um, yeah, she tells him. She realized she put the two and two together. Well, but yeah, she Odin's playing us from the get go. Yeah, I can't remember if it's before or after. The, I think it's right before. The There's a battle. scene where it's the scene where where rewinding back where Atreus does uses the O button and Thor's about to kill him because Sif tells him, "No, we gotta keep. They, they killed my sons." Blah, blah blah blah. And that's where Odin jumps in and goes, "Your sons weren't important. Basically, I, I need him." Yeah. And it, and you see it she zooms in on 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 Sif's face. She's like. Wait a minute. And then Thor Are we not mad. important? Yeah. And so that's why she's putting Well, she together. also she also tells Thrud, she's like, come on, we gotta go help these people. Yeah. You know, she, they go help the Midgardians. Yeah. Um, so that's, it's at that point where point, yeah. we're basically after... We're, at, we're in the end game. We're fighting after the big bad. After he stabs him, he kills him. Thor dies right there. Ragnarok is here, and the sword shoves into the ground. You fall into the under chambers. And you, the, fight, oh, you fight him for a little bit, then you get shoved down. There's a two ta- it's a two-tier yeah, two fight. Yeah. Excuse um, me. If we're talking video game sense. Yeah, so... Um, basically, you fight Odin, and um, it's a good battle. It's a good battle, good fight, good boss fight. Little, little rotation of elemental stuff, mm-hmm. elemental dance, and you beat him. And basically, actually, right whenever you fall down, he's like, "Hey, listen, you have the mask. There's the tear. Just look in it. Just see what you see. We he, can stop he all picks of this." It up, puts it up in front of his face. Yeah, and, and so okay, he's gonna put it on. So Atreus, he's like, he looks, he looks at Odin. He's like, "Do it. It's fine. It's okay." And he looks at Kratos, and he says. It is your choice to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he breaks the mask and it breaks it in and it sucks, sucks it into back it into the... and it closes it. And Odin's like, no! And that's when you fight him. And that's yeah. when you fight and then you defeat Odin. He's on his knees and Atreus he's is like... face to face with him. He's yeah. fa- and he's like, he's like, stand down. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be. He basically is like, you can be I'll never stop. I'm never going to stop because I wish you wouldn't have said that. Yep. And then he uses his dagger power to put... Odin's soul into the orb and he gives it to Kratos and Kratos gives it to Freya he says I I said I I I told you I would not deny you of this yeah and she's like now that I'm here I does it it doesn't change it doesn't change anything Mm -hmm. his death doesn't mean anything but if he stays in here and then sure oh my god like she gives it she gives it back to Atreus and he's like well what do we do now and then Sindri comes out of nowhere snatches it out of his hand slams it on the table takes his hammer and just smashes it kills him and he says that's what's next. And he disappears. And what's so sad is the whole time you've seen Sindri here, whenever he comes back, he couldn't get the dwarves to come help. But he has that special machinery. I don't know if you noticed, he's all tattered up. He's dirty. Oh, his gloves are gone. He's, he's dirty. Been wearing his gloves the whole time. Like, yeah. he's like a germaphobe, but he's dirty. He's, he's got blood all over his, him. His eyes are bloodshot. Yeah, he's just like a broken man. Yeah. I just, and, like, man, that <sighs> seeing Sindri, every time I would see Sindri, I just couldn't stop. Like, you know, whenever you're like you're about to cry and your throat starts hurting because you're trying to prevent it from happening. That's, that's that was me my, like half the game. That was one. I wouldn't say it's my cons, but that was one of the memorable moments. It's like they did Sindri wrong. I don't like what they did. I but it makes a compelling story because he's just 
he's so far from the opposite end of the spectrum of what he is. Like, and I love that you made that mention that that, that about him being dirty, his gloves being off, his yeah. tattered. He's such a germaphobe. He didn't want to touch anything, and he's just he doesn't care anymore. There's nothing. He's like that was his family. His family's gone. He has nothing now, and and he feels like, and to an extent, he's right. They he's given, 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 given them to aid them on their process, and they never. He feels like they never give anything in return, and then because of he gave so much, he gave his only his only his only relative. It's gone. Yeah, it's it, and it's he's. Did they do they patch that up at all? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you gotta make me go. <laughs> you have to. Okay. I, I can't rob you of that okay. experience. Uh, but um, anyways, so yeah, the, the the battle's over, and um, they're like, well, "What do we do now?" Yeah. Because Kratos hasn't died, and then we realize like, maybe we we changed our fate. Mm. And then Ragnarok's coming down. Fre- Freyr's like, "I couldn't stop him. We got to get out of here." Yeah. And so uh, Anger Boda's like, "Come on, through the rift. We got to go." Yeah. And so uh, they're about to get out of there, and then Atreus shoves Kratos because he doesn't want him to die. Fre- Freyr, Freyr, and then Freyr's like, "Y'all get out of here." So Freyr I got it. Freyr dies, and um, then you wake up playing as Atreus, mm-hmm. and you're like, "What happened? The war's over." And like, "Man, you took a bump on your head. You get to talk to everyone." Uh, Sif, All the way on the way out to see you, your dad. You get to talk to Sif and uh, Throod, and they, they get to tell you about how they're so sorry, and they're going to be better, and they're going to help rebuild the realms, and everyone's just talking to you about everything, uh, just catching you up on everything. And then they're like, yeah, you should probably go find your dad, you know. Anger Boat is there, and she's like, hey, I thought I was, I was, I was wrong. We can change our fates. We, we can decide our own fates, pretty mm-hmm. much. And then uh, they're like, yeah, you got to go find your dad, you got to go find your dad. Uh, you go up and you find Kratos. And this is the part, man... This part got me so hard. So hard. So, um, so they go to... They walk up the mountain. They found the, out there's a, there's a hidden spot. The last prophecy cabinet, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they it's go there. by Faye, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Faye made it. So like they have all their whole adventure and everything. Uh, and they're like, wow, she, mom knew everything from the start. She knew yeah. everything. And then uh, that's when Atreus... Well, Atreus was talking right to Agarota before he gets there, and he's like, no, I, I have to tell him the secret yep. I've, been, I've been holding for so long. And we don't know about this. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he's like, Father, I, I, I'm, I'm glad like everything worked out. He's like, but there's something I need to tell you. He's like, I, I have to go find... The rest of the giants. The rest yeah. of the They're giants. hiding right now. And he's like, you're like, okay, let's go. And then he's like, it's something I have to do on my own, by myself. And then um, this is the part where we see... You know, you you would think Chris would be like, no, you can't go. Like, yeah. I have to be. With I have you. to protect you. And yeah. then that's whenever he's like, he's like, does it frighten you? He's yeah. Like, and he's like, yes. He's like, then it's something you, you must do. do. Yeah. And then he's like, Dad. He's like, they they hug and like he has his head next to his head, touching you know? heads, foreheads to yeah. foreheads. And he says, um, he's like, he's like, Dad, just remember our promise because they promised earlier in the in the game. They say, you know, whenever we separate. Mm-hmm. There's a moment after they kill Garn yeah, and bring Fenrir back. Yeah, oh man. Oh, that part. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. He's going to promise. Well, that part in particular. Make, that's where they make the promises that, to each other. It's that part, whenever he says, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm sorry, son. I was wrong. And yeah. then he says, don't be sorry. Be better. Yeah, and Andreas we, tells him you that. You see, if you, I share play. Kratos smiles. Mm-hmm. He the does. smallest so, smile. Yep. Dude, it, dude I, mm-hmm. I sat there. like I, I had to pause the game. Because I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. Kratos smiled yeah. and uh, he's like promise me this anytime I'm gone you'll hear my voice in your head and I'll hear your voice in my head yeah. and so he's like remember our promise and that's when Kratos says he says Loki will go Atreus and, and he hits his chest Atreus, 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 Atreus remains mm. and like 
man, I had to pause it. I was like, oh my gosh, I was, like, I was crying, dude. And so Atreus goes, he yeah, leaves. He goes and talks to Agrabota. He's at the open of the cave. Gives her a hug and he gives goes. Gives a hug. You don't really say. And he just walks past the, the cave entrance. You don't see him. That's it. He's, For the game, that's it. He's, he's gone. He's yeah. doing his adventure. And then Kratos just closes up the cabinet and he realizes. There's a back to it. Yeah, so he goes around to the back, and then, dude, this is the part that absolutely broke me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just... For you, especially, knowing the path I, I, that, dude, that, that Kratos has been So, it, it shows their whole adventure up until, like, literally this point. And in the last panel, they have the golden statue of Kratos, and people are praising it. Yeah. And they're, they're like, giving it offerings and stuff. For the first time since and, everything. And Kratos puts his hand on it and puts his head, and like he's crying. It's his first Kratos, time we see a tear come out of Yeah, he's crying. Kratos is crying. He's never, he's and never. And let me, let me explain to you why this is so important. Oh, yeah. Thank you. The fight with Thor in the beginning when he's like, has anyone ever prayed to you? Yes. Has anyone ever? Yes, thank has you. Has anyone ever? I, I purposely didn't talk about this because I wanted to bring it up for I'm this I'm glad point. you, yeah. He's like, have you ever done anything for any people? He's like, all you are is he's a destroyer, just, just like yeah. me. And Kratos, as a character, has been since his birth has been robbed of mm-hmm. any of his humanity because he was born as a Spartan, one of the most horrible upbringings you could possibly have. His brother was stolen away from him, Demos. Which, by the way, I mentioned, mentioned that I mentioned how I wanted to talk about all this. I wanted I wanted him to touch on. They did. They did it all. Yeah, they, did, they brought they, up. They mm-hmm. didn't do it like like oh here's your big info dump. They did it tastefully in a way yeah. that was perfect. They talk about Calliope. Yeah, he does it to help bridge the gap for Freya to help heal. Yeah, they talk about Calliope. They talk. So what do you about, know about loss? He's like. Plenty. He talks about Demos. He talks about how he, he slayed his own family in, in a blind fury because mm-hmm. he was tricked by a god. So, like, not only was he born to a Spartan... Swan Gray! Y- yeah. <laughs> not only was he born to a Spartan... A Spartan... Uh, uh, like, you know, like, the, those... The Spartans, they, if they didn't like a baby, they just threw it out. Mm-hmm. He had the roughest upbringing. His brother was stolen away from him by Ares and Athena because of a prophecy that a red-marked warrior would would be the downfall of Olympus and his brother had those birthmarks which he got those tattoos of in his memory because he he thought he was dead mm-hmm. and he lost his brother his brother became vengeful of him because he thought he forgot about him but he didn't he didn't yep. he he was he basically he didn't want to to protect his army of Spartans that he foolishly got into a battle with hunt, like thousands tens of thousands of barbarians he pledged his allegiance to Ares who knew what he was doing because he knew he was a red marked warrior after that and played him and had because of Ares he killed his own family but he killed Ares and released Pandora's box to take his place as god of war and as soon as he became the god of war before he could ever even do anything as the god of war the gods Saw were it, planning yeah. on murdering him because when he released Pandora's box it had all the hatred of the of Olympus that got released and so all the gods wanted to kill him and so he never he's never had a chance a break he's, he's never had a chance mm-hmm. to be that to be that person. Reverent God, yeah. To, to Like, he never had it. He never had a chance to be a human. He never had a chance to be a God. And mm-hmm. now that he has his chance, and he's learned through his son that he can open up and he can be this gracious person who literally, like, in the game, they're healing the realms. Like, you're not a destroyer, you're a rebuilder. Yeah. And, like, to know all that, to come all the way back to see Kratos finally have that chance, mm-hmm. it's like... Man, I never thought I'd see the day that yeah. that he would have that chance, and so I, I was I was right there with him. I was yeah. crying with him, dude. And then he like, shuts the cabinet. He shuts the cabinet. And Amir goes, "What'd you see, brother?" He's like, "He's like, he's like, what did you see in there, brother?" And he's like, 
a new path. Yeah. He's like, ah, so good. And, and then Freya's like, what, what What? do we do? He's like, we must rebuild. Yeah. And he's, he looks to both of them and he says, w- would you join me? And They're like, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. I, you have to have an assistant. Character yeah. <laughs> you got to have a companion anyway. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, they do. And so now Kratos is this character who is not a destroyer. He's a rebuilder. Mm-hmm. Not because he wants to be praised, but because that's who he is now. He yeah. knows he can change. He taught his son his son taught him. Oh. It's so good. Is that not what we want for our kid? Oh. That's why you know. I think that's why they made him smile because that was that was one of the first things in the beginning is you, you have to be better. You have to be better. And you know the whole time I think Kratos is not like it's the same with my son. Like like are you not listening to me? Why are you not getting this? Why are you four years old and a toddler? Why are you being so silly? Like why do you not get this? And then Atreus finally tells him, Yeah, we have to be better, Dad. It's like he's like you've been listening the whole time. I, it has been for it has not for minute for nothing. I'm like holy cow, my son listens. He gets it. I think I've actually been doing the right things. I am I not a terrible is, person. Like this is one told of the, me. Do me a favor, please, please watch that documentary. Okay. Because Corey Barlog, you know, he left Santa Monica for a while. He went to uh, Crystal Dynamics or I did. He? he 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 was in charge of. He basically rebooted the Tomb Raider games. Mm. But they got him back because he he made God of War. He was like the director in God of War Two. Mm-hmm. They brought him back and then. Like, they basically talk about how, like, whenever he came back to Santa Monica, like, a lot of people who are still there that stayed there, they were like, he's a different person. Like, he, he had a kid, and, you know, he, he's different than, because he talks about how, you know, he had speech issues when he was a kid, mm-hmm. and he notices his kid so has those speech, speech issues, issues. and yeah. he's like, and he, you know, he, he's, he's sad, he's cried about it, because he's like, I know how much trouble I have with that. Yeah. And how much it sucks, and you know, you don't want that for your children. No. And, like... That was the idea, because, you know, God of War Ascension came out, and that game, it didn't do well. Yeah. It didn't get reviewed very well. And Santa Monica had, they didn't have, they had a new IP in the works. It was like the sci-fi, like, futuristic kind of shooter kind of thing. And it got canceled, and they were like, what, what is Santa Monica going to do? Excuse me. And that's why God of War 2018 was such a special game, because they were like, we got to do, we have to reinvent our flagship character, Kratos. Mm. We can't just make another. Yeah, we can't keep doing this. And so that's when Corey Barlog was like, what if we give him a kid and give him the chance he never had? Oh, wow. And what if, like, go watch a documentary. Okay. Holy crap. And then also, there's an, there's an extra featurette that just got released a day ago about Ragnarok as well. Mm. And I wanted to do Christopher Judge, the part with the, he, he talks about with the Blades, he was like, this performance was for my kids. He was like, it was a, a love letter to my kids and it was an apology to my kids. Mm-hmm. And I tapped into that. So anytime, like, man, Christopher Judge is, I got goosebumps. Again, holy moly. <laughs> uh, Christopher Judge, I'm, I'm also fighting back tears this entire time. Um, he was made for this role. He mm-hmm. had, like, he had the experience. Yeah. Like, he, he knew that what that character was feeling, and he was mm-hmm. able to tap into it. And that's what's different, like, from a Hollywood perspective. Like, what makes, like, a good actor, like, someone who just phones it in, like, I'm not, I, I hate to, I'm not trying to, like, pick on, like, Chris Pratt, for example. But, like, some of these like super emotional performances they come from these characters that have more time to develop in a video game that's why it's the ultimate form of media because you have you know 35 hours of a game to let this character develop whereas with a movie you only have yeah minutes hours it's funny because there's a post that I'm I'm gonna make on Facebook about my kids and I just saw them there's a picture a silly picture of Lou took off and just sitting on scooter laughing together and it's there's a point where it's going to be the last time that I pick my son up. 
It's going to be a last time when my son says, I don't I want to play with you, Dad. It's going to be a last time that he sleeps in the bed with you. It's yes. going to be a last time. And so yep. I've, I've learned to drink that in because I want the best for him, but I also want to be able to spend that time with him. I want to be able to protect him, but there's going to be a point where they're not going to need it anymore. Dude. And I'm going to want that. And like, bro, like we're here. Like, And so what I'm getting at is I'm going to mention, I'm not going to mention God of War, but I'm going to mention there's a game, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to talk about it. But there's going to be, I say this to say, there's going to be people that are not going to get that. They're going to look at that and maybe scoff because because they read video game. And they don't understand. I, I, and it's the same thing dude, with these reviewers on Reddit who are farting on it because yeah, well, they, because they, they it's, well, it's just, what do they do new? They didn't do anything new. They didn't add to it. It's like, you don't get it. There's, okay, two things. First thing, number one, yeah. or three things. We're on the same page. Yeah. Brother. We're on the same page. Second thing, um... I think if you play this game and you're not a parent, yes, you so. you understand it. Mm-hmm. Like Seth, for example, he feels it. I'm sure he he, he was emotionally attached to it. Mm. Um, but like, there's there's, there's something level. Yeah, there's something about when you become a parent, mm-hmm. when you become a good parent, because mm-hmm. there's bad parents out there. Mm-hmm. When you have that same connection, like how Corey Barlog is trying to have this message. It, it, there's a special connection there. That's that's why 18 and resonated with me so much. I just had it my just son. It, it just so happens that this game has stellar gameplay as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's not... It let's, just let's so not, happens. Yeah, right. That it has, exactly. It's a beautiful game with a beautiful... But I guess that's what I was trying to say is like, if you don't... And it's a 30-hour game, so I can't... No one can sit down and watch a 30-hour movie. I get it. But like... It's just easy for people that don't understand on the outside yeah. to poo-poo on it because it's, oh, you just played a video game. How can I speak to you like that? Oh, that, like, that was my other point I wanted to bring up was, like, whenever I, like, talk to someone who's like, video games are stupid. They're for kids. It's like, if you only knew yeah. what this, this isn't even, like, a game to me. This is an experience. Experience, yeah. Like, 100%. honestly, this is one of those things where it's like, oh, we're going to make a God of War TV series. Don't need it. Don't need it. Yeah. It's right here. Mm-hmm. Don't need it. Like, and also, man, this game, the way that they do the characters, I'm not always looking for, like, a happy ending in a, in a story or anything. Sure. But this is, like, the the antithesis of Last of Us 2. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. This is literally a story about how you can choose to be better. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, they tried to kind of do that in Last of Us 2, and in the meantime, they just kind of ruined all their characters. No. But, like, here, it's just so... It's, it's done so well. You don't. It doesn't sit well with you when you're done with both those games. You kind of feel like got wrapped up, but you know, I've, both I've, those games don't. You know, it's a different story. But yeah, this it they they could have they could have went places. Kratos could have died. It could have been prophecy, yeah. and we could have had the yeah. sad ending, and we pick up his Atreus. Whatever they could have wrote, Atreus could have. It's also a red herring. You think it's yeah. going to happen the whole time? Right, right, right. Exactly. They could have, but they tied all of those strands together so well. Don't, my wish for him is injury. but they tied those characters and maybe Thor. I wish they. I wish we could have fleshed out Thor and hey, you would have had the chance. But I get why. Yeah, I get because because like we talked about with Odin, like you know, there's a point. Like even when Odin, when 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 Atreus goes, I wish you wouldn't have said that, and he traps Odin in there. Like I still, it, a small part yeah, of me still, felt they, bad for Odin. They, you know, because you. The, here's the thing. I told someone this just the other day. I refuse to accept the fact that everyone can't change. Yeah. I... Yeah. Everyone has it. Dude, whenever... All right, personal story. Ready for a Brandon overshare? You ready? 
When I was a kid, uh-huh. I got picked on a lot. Oh, yeah, so did I. I didn't like kids. I had a disconnect with kids yeah. for a very long time. Me and Lou talked about this behind your back. Oh, yeah? I've had a huge disconnect with kids. Yeah. I mean, I'm self-aware of it. Yeah. I used to, like, not that I didn't understand them, but, like... <laughs> I'll show you something. But, Continue talking. But, but you know what I'm it's saying? It's a serious point, but I but, just... But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I totally understand you. It's not that I hated kids. No, no, no. It's just, like, whenever the like, kids would be around me, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. All right, see you later. Um, And then, like, I had a little taste of, like, I don't want to say parenthood, but guardianship with my nephew. Mm. And, like, because when I... When I, I I don't want to say, like... I got to be an uncle, right? So, like... Yeah, first. My... my Before you were a my, dad. My nephew, Caden, who, who's, like, the most pure heart... Pure-hearted kid in the entire universe. Like, I got to grow with him. Like, he grew up into... He's bigger than both of us now. <laughs> yes. And, I mean... He, I'm scared when that guy when that kid comes back to jiu-jitsu. <laughs> oh, dude. Like, <laughs> but, like, there was a time... like I remember I used to, like... We would play on the trampoline. Like, we would battle each mm-hmm. other and stuff. But, like, I got to kind of see that innocence with him. That and, evolution. of course, once I had my kid... Mm-hmm. I got to... I'm with you. Man. I got to 100% understand the absolute pure innocence of a kid and what... And how, like, basically... I find it so in, in, in In... Without saying it... I don't want to get too, like, deep or whatever, but, like, hatred is not inherited. No. It's taught. It's taught. You know? And, and mm. like, everyone can be better. It's basically, like, without... Yeah. I don't want to, like... Me? Get, I don't want to have, like, a psych... A therapy session here session, with you. Yeah, yeah. But, like, whether it's deciding to diet or deciding to be not hateful yeah. or deciding not to be, I don't know... Help me out here, but like, no, look, you have the ability to do it, yeah. to change and be better. My, my, I'll sit in front of those video. I'm talking about video games again. This is a negative against video games, and I'll have Jacob moments. And I don't cuss, but I'm, I'm just like, oh, and I'll do, this, like, don't do this. And I'll just, and, and then I'll, I'll, Ash will be sitting down playing Mario, and he'll he sit there and go, and I'll go, no, Jacob, you can't do that. You can't do that. No more, you dude. can choose to you, be better. Yeah, you can't do that for him because he can't be like that. Because I can't fuss him when he does that. If Dad does it. You know right. that's not fair. No, I mean, it's Dude, funny we I talked. Already, to, we talked about seen... that with Lou because Lou because I it was one night we were driving home and Lou had brought it up and I was like, no, it's pretty cool to see Brand's evolution. Like, I didn't. <laughs> did, I didn't. Did, did I have a character arc? Yeah, just because <laughs> like because because no, I was trying to find there's a video there's a picture I have of I think it's um is uh. Hey, uh, not Haley, oh my gosh. Ashlyn and, and Brent, your brother and, and sister-in-law, are holding a baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, on the couch. And you're sitting like this, like, I want to be the farthest away from that thing. And so, like, it, and me and Lou <laughs> talked about, like, ooh, Brent's on Forward Awakening, you know. And, and we figured, we knew Haley was going to be a good mom. Uh, but, and not saying we knew you were going to be a bad dad, but it, it's, it's... Dude, but that's what, like, I want to go back, like, oh, dude, that's why, I, that's why 18 resonated dude. with me, because... I wasn't raising a nine-year-old child at that moment in time. I was raising a thing that screamed, and I didn't know what to do with it. And I would get mad. I'd set Ash down on the couch, and I'd go, I don't know how to fix you. What do I do? How do I fix me? What do I... And, like, that was the art that Kratos was having to learn through the game. Is this about to turn to a dad cast? (laughs) Dad cast. Dude. Is that our new is that our new side? Dad cast. But no, like, like, I don't think I've ever told anyone this. This this is about to be a a one... I don't, I don't think of it. Literally, I'm the only person who knows this. Okay. No one else knows this. So whoever listens is going to know it, I guess. But uh, I'm, I'm, debating, I'm debating whether or not you want to say it. Dude, right? So like, whenever, whenever I have my kid, right? Now, most people say, I want to have a kid. 
I was like, I'm never going to be ready to have a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I told my I wife. I like the way the world's going right now. I, I told my wife, I said, I'll never be ready for it. Yeah. So I think it's just one of those things where you're let, not. Let it happen and let me adapt. Because mm-hmm. that's the only way I'm ever going to be ready. Yeah. So I remember, like, maybe about a month. I do. I got scared. Yeah. I yeah. was probably one of the most scared moments I think I've ever been in my entire I'm life. In charge of a life. Where I told myself, I was like, you're not ready for this. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not gonna be able to do no this. One is. You have to. It's not just like change poopy diapers. Or no, 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 no. It's the fact that you're in charge of a yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Something that you have to help mold and get ready to make their own decision. I, like, I thought mm-hmm. about it like I was. I was throwing the ball really far. I was like, I, I'm. I was already thinking about the day I have to like send my kid off to college, right? Mm-hmm. Tell them like, about the birds and the bees. Exactly. I was thinking about that far. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Like, look at where I like. Look at the things I still haven't even learned. Yeah. And. To play a game like this. Yep. <laughs> no. Dude, I, I, I know. Dude, I'm, but I'm telling like a month before my kid, I went to some dark places. I yeah. went like dark places. Mm-hmm. Like I was not well. Mm-hmm. But once it happened, I it's, I changed. There is you can change. You can change. There is something. It's like it's like explaining to your son about love. You can't explain it to him. He's gonna have to figure it out, and experience it. It's the same thing with a kid. Like, what's and, it like to have a kid? Like, and I can't tell you, man. Another major theme with the game: you have to let them make their mistakes. Yeah, you do. Yeah, whether you like it or 100%. whether you try to or not. When when it, like that's the metaphor where the tray is set and garm loose was like, you really messed up. Yeah, but I'm not that, that's what that's, that's why it seems what do you, so special. What do you do? You condemn them for it, mm-hmm. or do you say, let's fix it together? And let's be better next time. Don't no, that's be what, oh. don't be sorry. Yeah, be better. better. That's why it seems so important, man. Because he sees Atreus. Atreus is walking up, and he's like, "Is Dad going to scream at me?" He's, and Atreus just runs and grabs him, and he puts Atreus puts his hands up, and then he goes, "No, dude." And he hugs I, him, and he accepts. He's like, "It's okay. You made a mistake." I already, right. I already <laughs> see, dude. I already so see my own kid doing things that, yeah. Is better than whenever I was a yeah. kid. At least I think I was a yeah. kid. So like, same. It's my son can ride a bike at four. It's it's magical, <laughs> dude. It's, it really is. Like, dude, that that scene of letting at the very end, letting a trace go. I've already even had a taste of that with mm. the very first time I ever dropped him off at daycare. daycare. Yeah, dude, that is a feeling that you yeah. never want to feel. It is it sucks? Yeah, it's like I remember I, I felt stomach sick that entire day. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's gonna? Ha- I'm not gonna be there. Like, what if he has a problem? What if someone? Can I trust yep. these people? And like. Yep. It is, dude. It's real. It's a real thing. And you know what? That's cool to know that the the people behind the scenes went through that. Go watch a documentary. If you're listening to this, go watch a documentary. But holy moly, video games are great. That's, that's, if we want to speak to a, yeah, to to what wrapping this whole thing up with a bow, like, holy cow. I can't say on the cast. I gotta wait for God of the Year episode. I can't say. I can't say God of the Year. God of the Year. Um, It's on my brain now. Game of the Year episode. I can't say. Oh, well, I mean, for me, it's easy. Is that that, that topple to topple grounded? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We didn't have a spoiler cast about grounded. Yeah. Well, dude, every once in a while, I I started off the the show by saying it, but like, every... I think it's my number one. We get that game. We get that once in a blue moon. And we knew that this game was going to be great because the first one was so great. But like, because of how garbage modern gaming has been, there, I like I always talk about how low the multiplayer bar is. There's not even a bar. Anymore yeah, it's a bar. Multiplayer. It's just the bottom. Like it's the bottom of the bin. I live like I went on media blackout. So one mm. of my things I do when I play a new release, I go on complete media blackout. I don't look at anything. Yeah. And let me tell you, it's been nice because oh, yeah. you know what the news has been in gaming. Yeah. Overwatch this, Overwatch that. 
You can't play as this character, but yeah. they're still selling a skin for them. Blizzard says season two is going to be better. Yeah. You know, this is happening. This It's all just it's garbage. And then you get a game like this, and man, it just... Mm, it's well, really... It blows your soul? This is one of those, like... Soul blower? This is a, this is a bona fide soul blower. Yep. This is it. I mean, do I have to give it a score? Yeah. It's not even like... This, this is a necessity game. Yeah. This is a game that... If you're looking to like the only I uh, only complaint about this entire game, mm. you have to play the first one first. Yes, and they give you a recap at the they beginning. They do give you a recap at the beginning. But it doesn't do the same justice. Do me a favor. You can get God, if you have PS Plus, you can play it. You must play that first mm-hmm. and then play this one. Holy moly! Easily worth seventy bucks. Oh, hundred percent. It's. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back. Just, just think about this. Is one of those things that I was I was complaining about on the cast not too long. I know we're running long. I'm sorry. That's no, okay. I'm about, is, to, I'm about to pee myself. Is that? Uh, <laughs> That's why I'm in squirming. Is that like? All right. So, seventy dollars. Yeah. And you just this. You had an experience that just like literally, I felt things playing this game that, man, just oh, it felt so good. I'm, I'm learning from it. I, 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 yeah. I, I don't know how else to explain that this is an experience that everyone has to play. Or you can go buy three skins on Overwatch that are can. recycled from the last game. You know what I'm saying? That is the difference between a good game and a, I don't want to say a bad game, but a great experience and trash. Mm-hmm. Is That is what a game is supposed to, to be. be. Yeah. And mm, that's why we play video games. That's why we do it. I've been holding on to this axe. You've been holding the vibe that I'm wearing a hole in the grip oh, right man. now. Mm. He's twisting it. Ah, oh, it's such a good game, man. The, the canes of and chaos. we probably missed something. Oh, I'm sure we did. And dude, I could probably continue to talk about it, talk about points I missed. Something will come up and I forget about it and go, "Wait a minute, I wanted to say that." It just has so many. There are so many moments. There's there's no high high oh. highs, low low lows. There's just it's dude. Just, whenever it's just we do high. our when we do our game of the year show, we do our favorite moments. I don't if I have oh to, look, I wrote down. It's gonna my be list. like five of them. From this I wrote game. I wrote my list before God of War Ragnarok came out because I've already wrote some moments from this year because we brought it up already and I went. Some God of War stuff. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Can I just and say I the whole there, game? I knew there was going to be. Can I just say the whole game? Can we just have... Remember how the uh, the Giant Bomb team, they did a whole episode on just Wolfenstein moments? Yeah. We yeah. just need to do a God of War moments. moments. Yeah, yeah, like... Brock's half of that. Yeah, dude. Brock's half of it, dude. The, I know. That's so good. I know. Anyway, I, we're running super long. I'm sorry. That's the show. That's the show. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. 20 out of 10. Uh, yeah. This is... I want to say 9.5 because I had some small grinds to it. Man, like, I'm not trying to say Horizon Forbidden West was soulless. I mean, it had it no, had soul. Hard, yeah, it had some heart in it, but man, it just was it's just not it this. didn't do from Horizon what what this did from the God of War 18. God, do you know what this makes me want to do? It makes me want to play every single God of War game. Oh, yeah, from the beginning, all the way through. Which, by the way, every new Ratchet, all the Ratchet Clank games. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I told you that. Oh, go play, go play those. Up your arsenal and all those. Start with Going Commando. You don't have to play the first one. Go okay. just they're good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, if you want to talk to us, you can do that. LittleJollyGamerShowGmail.com. You can send us a message. Uh, you can support the show by sharing. sharing. You can share this show yeah. with everyone you know. Jacob, who are you going to share it with? Somebody's got a toilet because I'm about to explode. <laughs> I'm going to share it with... Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I don't know how to help I'm... you. Someone at the party tomorrow. Yeah, I'll share it with everybody at the, the party tomorrow. Sure. That's, that's that fair. works. That's fair. And you know what? We'll be back with a regular episode next time. And one last thing. Yeah. Video Game Fight Club. Ooh, it's going. It's we're, been we're going on close. 
we got two episodes left till the semifi- semifinals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then it'll be two episodes, and then there'll be the final. Ooh, it's coming, baby. They're they're starting to slow down in the laughs and starting to get more serious because yeah, we're, we're at the we're, point we're where we've the, already talked about the games one or two times. We got we got to really think now. Uh, so editing them has been kind of a challenge. Um, it's all right. Doesn't have to be funny. Yeah, all the time. And dude, we're averaging at least a minimum of a hundred episodes per show. Which is pretty great. We usually average about 12 listeners per this show. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe, we're gonna maybe they'll bounce post on YouTube. Maybe. maybe I'll post this on YouTube. I don't know. Oh, you missed the chair. Oh, the chair? I wish we had the video. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We, we couldn't do the webcam. It'd be so no, interesting. No. So, I'm Brandon. I'm Jacob. We'll see you uh, next time. Yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. Whatever. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm gonna pee.